This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So let's take a look at NGM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what's up this morning? Man, we were, we were going so Boy, lucky. No, we look, can you just look, Steve? Look at my There's, page. There's uh, absolutely nothing on that page, Kathy. It's completely white. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. There is a closure, and I want to get this out there to everybody. All right, here we go. Uh, it is not there anymore. Hold on. You have to give me one second to chat amongst sure. yourselves. How you guys been? Everybody <laughs> good? Very well. Have a good How about a sing-along? Next one. So happy oh. to see Kathy this morning. Uh, you were yet? I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole, the whole band's back together, I man. Yeah. Uh, well, I have nothing. So how about we do news and then come back to traffic, I'm maybe? I'm down with that. Here we go. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday. It is June 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, New Jersey moves into stage two of its reopening plan today with outdoor dining and non-essential retail set to resume. Beginning at 6 a.m. today, phase two uh, means that non-essential retail stores can let customers back inside rather than just curbside. Stores are limited to 50% of approved capacity. Customers and employees must wear face coverings and areas used by employees must be regularly sanitized. Restaurants can also offer outdoor dining along with takeout. Tables must be six feet apart and other safety and sanitation protocols must be followed. The governor says that this phase two reopening, the state has launched an initiative they've to help small businesses called One Jersey Pledge. Now, a motor vehicle commission restarts drop-off and pickup services. Child care centers can reopen in New Jersey and libraries can do curbside pickup uh, and open outdoor spaces to the public. Open houses to view real estate are permitted, uh, provided that they comply with the restrictions on indoor gatherings, including the requirements that attendees must wear face coverings. It was weird hearing a neighbor, Kathy, say uh, that they were going out to dinner. I'm like, what? 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 Are you yeah. insane? I know, I know. We did uh, We did on Friday. It was for our anniversary, and it was, it was uh, Wow. <laughs> it's, cool. it's just something you, you take for granted. Weird. Yeah, was it, it weird? Well, I mean, it was weird that Okay, that it was weird that it was weird that we were going yeah, out. I know, I know. Sense, you know what I mean? like, but it was just, it was, wow, we're going out to dinner. Yeah, we're going out to dinner. Remember, we used to do this all the time. <laughs> it's just standard stuff. Yeah, you went to you for your for your anniversary. Yeah. Uh, but, you yeah, know, it's just weird to hear people say that. And it's like, oh, yeah, we can do that now. All yeah. of a sudden, yeah. it's an option again. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. It hasn't been that forever. Right. And, Case, I don't know if you noticed, were you at the shore this weekend? I was, well? yeah. So, um, apparently, a bunch of the shore towns kind of got together, and they reopened their businesses early. So, they opened on Friday. Okay. Uh, when technically they're not supposed to be open until today, but a lot of I retail. Didn't know, I know. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't go out uh, okay. like that. Okay. Uh, I went out for a bike ride, but I wasn't paying attention to what businesses were doing. What I do see a lot of down there are, um, and I think it's a standard, is you know the business doors are open, but there's a table in the front, and right. it's like you, know, you can call, you can pick up, do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So bike shops, boat dealerships, cars and uh, used car dealerships, farming equipment stores, federal firearm licensees, livestock feed stores, mobile phone retail and repair shops, motorcycle dealerships and nurseries and garden centers are also allowed to operate as well as car washes. Oh, see, so all right. Um, I, we, I went to a couple of nurseries all, and the, it was already like that. It wasn't even like, uh, but it, most of it was outside and then you made your purchase inside. Right. Uh, and, and I did that a couple of weeks ago. In so, Jersey? In, in New Jersey. Well, I'm yeah. not bragging. I did, did, hope I wasn't breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were. <laughs> you're, Was a full, I bre- you're a full-blown <laughs> felon. Was I breaking the law or were they breaking the law? Or were we com- both complicit? You were complicit. There I think this go. will be part of a, an investigative series. Yeah. Uh, Casey, felon or innocent man? <laughs> 
The U.S. Department of Agriculture says that the 40,000 pounds of ground beef uh, is being recalled. The seven affected products are from the Lakeside Refrigerated Service in New Jersey because they may be contaminated with E. coli, according to a CNN report. The raw ground beef products produced by the company in Swedesboro, New Jersey, were shipped to retail locations nationwide. The recalled products were produced on June 1st and have the establishment number of 46841 inside the USDA mark of inspection. E. coli can potentially be deadly. Some kinds of E. coli cause disease by producing shingatoxin. The bacteria that makes these toxins are called shingatoxin-producing E. coli, or STEC. The most commonly found STEC in the United States is E. coli. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that there are 265,000 STEC infections each year in the United States. E. coli causes more than 36% of those infections. Wow. The detailed list of recalled products is on the Food Safety and Inspection Service website. Oh, man. Just just awesome. Awesome ways to die in 2020. (laughs) Lower Makefield Police issued a shelter-in-place order Sunday afternoon because there was a black bear sighting. The police asked residents, specifically those who live in Yardley Hunt, uh, to stay indoors. Residents were shocked to see what was estimated to be about a six-foot black bear casually strolling through the neighborhood. It's unclear where the bear may have taken off to, but officials say that the game commission is searching for it and this wasn't was bear (laughs) this wasn't the only bear sighting west goshen township also experienced a bear uh, last seen walking near north five points road holy mama if you spot the bear uh, you are asked to call 911 immediately in sports this morning (laughs) ball sacks are yummy The Major League Baseball Players Association asked the league's owners to set a schedule for the 2020 season rather than counter the latest return-to-play proposal by the league, setting the stage for a much shorter schedule and deepening the labor dispute between the parties. In a statement, the MLBPA Executive Director Tony Clark rejected MLB's latest proposal and said further dialogue with the league would be futile. It's time to get back to work. Tell us when and where. The players have little incentive to play 70 games or 80 games if they would be making the same money in 50 games. The latest proposal was said to offer players slightly more postseason money if the postseason is completed, uh, but both sides remain at a stalemate. The NBA informed teams that coronavirus testing for players and staff taking part in the league's restart will begin on June 23rd and take place every other day. The memo says players and essential team staff, which includes any coaches, trainers, or medical personnel who will be working with players directly or will be part of the travel party to Orlando, will be administered both a COVID-19 test and an antibody test. Each person will then be administered another test every other day, as well as two days directly before the team leaves for Walt Disney World. All NBA teams are currently scheduled to arrive in Orlando between July 7th and July 9th. The PGA Tour made a healthy return from the pandemic at the Charles Schwab Challenge, even if there was no one in the gallery to watch it. Daniel Berger sank a 10-foot birdie on the final hole, gave him a share on the lead, and on the first playoff on the first playoff hole, he won with a par. Berger won for the third time on the PGA Tour, but it was one that felt different because uh, Colonia was without fans, and that will be the case over at least the next four weeks on the PGA Tour. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kath. What was it like this morning? A little bit different. You've been away yeah. for a while. I said to Marissa, it was like, you know, riding a bike. It was like, I thought yeah. it would be weird, you know. I'll tell you what, uh, I do like getting up when it's 
already light out, though. Like, it was still dark when I got up this morning, and so that was a little bit different for me. Yep, yep. (laughs) But it was fine. It was like riding a bike. I came right in. Parking lot looks a little different, but... Yeah, you, okay. you like the new way you get into the parking lot? It's, it's well, great, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure. I was kind of like driving around. I was like, I don't I don't know if I'm in the right spot so or not. Kat, I don't know where we park. That's, that's always Kathy's entrance, by the way. Belmont? Yeah, she yeah, always comes in through Belmont. But right. she yeah. didn't get to drive over the trench until this morning, <laughs> I imagine. Did you, you notice that big dip uh, that uh, I think you, gotta, you, you can't go over that thing fast? I th- oh, I don't know. I think they, it might be blocked off, like right in the middle no, right, of right the There's still part of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. you have to go up. But there were, there were parts that they took a big chunk out of our, our parking lot. And I mean, it's... it's it's a deep yeah, yeah, trench yeah. you got to go over. <laughs> you find and out if you're about not it ready for it, you can go bang yeah. and uh, maybe even get a flat. So I was just curious how you handled that. So yeah, I no, I, I went slowly uh, over that. I think I, I drove in a spot where it wasn't too bad. So, yeah, it was right. good. What a glorious weekend. What a, I mean, just freaking real. As far as the weather goes, it could not have been more perfect. It was just got nice and cool in the evening yeah. and yeah. just beautiful sunny days all weekend long. I hope you guys got outside and did something. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. I did. I was Excellent. enjoying the uh, the t- tainted beef. It was great. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, uh, we're, we're going to get traffic now. Yes, I can oh, do it now. This just in. I don't have any music for you. But no, I, can, I can get you some music. Yeah, uh, do the Cannonball Run uh, music. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's <laughs> traffic. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Right, here we go. Traffic, Kevin. I love it. Uh, so what I wanted to get to was in uh, Kent County, Delaware, on Route 1 southbound. Uh, it was shut down, but it looks like the accident now, uh, which is at DuPont Boulevard, exit 114, is now off to the shoulder. However, expect jam traffic. Uh, Burlington-Bristol Bridge is reopened after a drawbridge opening. Traffic jammed in both directions. And then in Christiana, Delaware, uh, 95 northbound between 273 and 202. We've got three lanes closed, and that's construction. This traffic report brought to you by PennDOT. There's more than one way to be under the influence. Read your prescription labels and don't drive. If your medication instructs you not to, be safe, PA, PennDOT.gov, backslash safety, paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. And that's your traffic. I'm not even Do it, people, yeah. right there. Uh, Press, I was going to tell you uh, that, uh, yeah, I did get out this weekend, and I uh, I got to ride my bike on Saturday, and then on, on Sunday, I got to work on my tricycle. Oh. And I, and I, well, I spray painted it. Press. Can you can you guess what color I spray painted my tricycle? <laughs> Casey was wearing sandals when he spray painted, and you got to show these guys. Oh Have you seen God. this, Steve? No, no, no. Oh well, you haven't God. had a pedicure in months, Casey. Oh so. my God. <laughs> oh, look at this. oh my God. Oh. Is it green? Yeah. Yeah. It's greenish. Yeah. Eagles Absolutely. green. Absolutely. Go birds. Is that what you were going for, Case? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a little eagles yeah. green. <laughs> Green and silver, some metallic silver. I didn't realize that I had gotten my feet until it was, uh, I guess, a little bit too late. All right, and yeah. you tried to wash that off, and I guess... Uh... Uh, well, I mean, no. I just took a shower. I didn't like scrubbing. Like, okay. Dude, I scrubbed It'll my hands. Off. I was so tired of scrubbing. Yeah. All right. That was your big uh, weekend project, spray painting your tricycle? Yeah, I t- I t- dude, I took it all apart. I probably ruined it, um, but whatever. We'll, we'll find out when all I right, try and put right. it all back together. When it's done, we want pictures. Uh, we would like to welcome you to a new week, and we have a new Word of the Week prize. We have a Physique Round Barbecue and Fire Pit Kit from our friends at Landis Block that we will give away, and it's been great for fire pits and for uh, barbecuing, obviously. So we'd like to get that to you. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize coming up at the end of the program. You keep dragging the letters. I think you know how that whole thing works by now. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to take a break, come back in a second, because I've got a stack of entertainment stories that I want to run by you and a stupid question to win some freebie thingies as we get started. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 
hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Steven Singer Jewelers Showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut is now open for appointments only. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to book your appointment today. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the good stuff I was talking about is uh, free things, and we have a chance for you to win right now with a stupid question. I got a digital download of the action-packed thrill ride Sniper Assassin's End. Ah. If you can answer this question about dominoes. I don't know if I've asked this before, but I'm going uh, to ask it anyway. What's the term for the pile of unused dominoes that players draw new tiles from called? 215-263-WMMR. What's the term for the pile of unused dominoes that players draw new tiles from? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. Thanks to your wife, we were playing dominoes this weekend. She dropped oh, a, yeah. a set off a week or two ago, and I had not played dominoes in a long time. I know the answer to the question because, right. of, because of your wife. Excellent. Well, uh, you can't call in and win. Okay. Yes. Nick. <laughs> But somebody can. I'm going to go through some birthdays while you're waiting your answer. Today is Monday, June 15th, and a number of people have birthdays on the 15th, or have a birthday on the 15th. Neil Patrick Harris being one of them. Uh, Doug uh, is 47 years old today. And you know what's funny is, you know, it, sometimes the uh, the child star can be the death of your career. It oh, absolutely. Goes so far. You, you burn out and that's it. You can't make it last, but he managed to uh, continue on. And if you remember, Doogie Hauser, he was he was a kid. He was a, a super brilliant kid who became a doctor. I liked the show. It was, it was good. good. Uh, what I what marvels me, though, is the fact that he was that character, and then in the Harold and Kumar movies, <laughs> he's such a sociopath and mm-hmm. so funny. Mm-hmm. He's the absolute... Absolute opposite, but his range is amazing. Yeah, uh, so he celebrates his 47th birthday today, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, Courtney Cox Arquette is 56 years old. I wonder why she keeps the Arquette. Yeah, they've been... uh, Years they've been apart for a long time, and it's written that way here. You know what, I'm not sure what... I think she she dropped it. Did she? Okay. She kept the melon camp. Then our prep service needs yeah, to yeah, drop yeah. the Arquette. Uh, so happy birthday to Courtney Cox. Uh, she is 56 today. Uh, it's also Helen Hunt's birthday. Uh, is she, she's she been nominated before, hasn't she? Yeah, she has. Uh, uh, as good as it gets. That's right. I watched Twister last week. She was nominated for that as well. Yeah. Uh, I just love that movie. <laughs> you know, like, those guys are so extreme. I love it for like... In in retrospect and in hindsight, how stupidly cheesy it is. Okay. You know, like, right. oh, he got the corporate. I hate tornado. corporate meteorologists. I love the free-roaming yeah. type that uh, go out and do it for the love of the weather, Preston. Corporate I guess it was like, storm chasers we're talking versus, about, yeah. We were talking about good, bad movies uh-huh. yeah, that might fall into that category. The one thing I did like in that movie is uh, Jamie Gertz. Because yeah, I yeah. hadn't seen her in a while, and I used to have a crush on her big time. She looked great. You remember Philip Seymour Hoffman was the real big sort of... <laughs> Hippy, uh, uh-huh. yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, so Helen Hunt turns 57 today. Uh, Julie Haggerty uh, from the uh, Airplane uh, Films. Both of them were on this weekend. Oh, and Ooh. she's in What About Bob? Yeah. yeah, that's right. She's the mom. I forgot about that. We had her on recently for something. You remember? Yeah. What was it? This is, I don't know, but this is when Bob's eating corn. And we got to let it play out. So. Hey, this is so scrumptious. Is this hand shocked? <laughs> Marriage story. 
Marriage ah, Story? Yeah, she yeah. came on to yeah. promote that. I don't remember that. I know. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, 65 today. James Belushi, brother of uh, John Belushi, of course. Uh, and he, he had a few things uh, throughout his career. He uh, was nominated for, uh, was it Red Heat? What was that movie he did with Schwartz? No, oh, not that yeah. one. He was nominated for Canine. Canine, Canine. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was Red Heat. He <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, was also in About Last Night and The Principal. And then he had, according to Jim, a show, which did pretty good. He's 66 today. It's also Leah Remini's birthday. Uh, and a big one for her. She turns 50 years old today. Wow. Yeah. She looks great. Uh, yeah, King of Queens. And, of course, I absolutely loved the um, Scientology uh, series. My That was appointment television for my wife. And, and I. That, con- that continues, at least n- not the series, but her ongoing battle with the Church of Scientology. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's she has not relented. All the way, because she was brought up in that world, yeah. and then her eyes were open, and she was like, you know what? I'm, I need to do something about this. So she's, she's doing what she can. Uh, she's 50 today. It's also uh, Ice Cube's birthday. To the people today. over here, yeah. to the people over there, to the people, the people, the people, people, the people, the people, people from everywhere. Uh, celebrates his 51st birthday today, and obviously not in the world of rap and hip hop, but uh, not just that, but Friday, Three Kings, uh, Barbershop. He's been in a lot of stuff. 21 Jump Street? Uh, yeah. Stretches his, uh, his. Was he in 21 Jump Street? He is the police captain in 21 Jump Street and 22 I, Jump Street. Yeah. Seen that. Movie, you know what? I never did see that movie. <laughs> well, that's why I think I saw a little portion of it. So, all right, he celebrates his fifty-first birthday today. Uh, and then we have Steve Walsh, lead singer of Kansas. Oh, wow, is sixty-nine years old today. Kansas gets beat up pretty good. Yeah, I mean, this solid band. I was and he's a great him. singer. He is. He's got a big time uh, range. He's got a very powerful voice. Uh, so he is sixty-nine years old. And then the last birthday I also, uh, also saw from the world of rock music, Brad Gillis, who used to play guitar for Night Ranger. They might still do stuff together. I'm not really sure. But he also was the guy, I think, who came in right after Randy Rhodes died uh, for Ozzy and played. He's a great guitar player. Uh, and celebrates his uh, 63rd birthday today. I'm playing a piano for a guitar player, but whatever. It's okay. It's just from <laughs> Listen, Night Ranger, you so. know that he was there nodding approvingly. Yes, exactly. So, uh, 63 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question. What is the term for the pile of unused dominoes that players draw tiles from? 215-263-WMMR is number, and I will go to Laura and see if she can get the answer. Laura, good morning. Good morning. Laura. You guys what, rock. Oh, oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much. All right. What is the uh, the term for the pile of unused dominoes that players draw from? The boneyard. Boneyard. <laughs> That's correct, Laura. Hang on the line. Because for you, we have a digital download of the action-packed thrill ride Sniper Assassin's Creed. No, Assassin's End. I'm sorry. Uh, starring Chad Michael Collins and Tom Berenger. Legendary sniper Thomas Beckett and his son, special ops sniper Brandon Beckett, are on the run from the CIA, Russian mercenaries, and a Yakuza-trained assassin. Well, that sounds very complicated. It's available tomorrow on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD, and that is from Sony Pictures <laughs> Home Entertainment. Preston, any one of those would be bad. Yeah. you add on the Yakuza. Got all That's of That's a whole other level. Yeah. Well, after a serious call to arms in Bachelor Nation, Matt James will be the first ever black Bachelor. The 28-year-old was named the lead after a campaign launched by the franchise's first ever black lead in 2017, and that was Rachel Lindsay. 
In a statement, producer said, we know we have a responsibility to make sure the love stories we're seeing on screen... Yes, that's it's all about the love. ...are representative of the world we live in, and we are proudly in service to our audience. This is uh, just the beginning, and we will continue to take action with regard to diversity issues on this franchise. It, it, it sort of seems weird that they've gone this many seasons without that. Yes. And there was a show that Angela, our Angela Perfetto, who was in our calendar, was on... And it was basically, uh, you know, that with with the um, basically uh, an African American bachelor, you know, yes. and that, that was the whole thing. And it was it was a, every bit as cheesy and weird as as the bachelor normally is. I don't know why it took so long to get to this point. And the twist on that one too is it had to do with religion as yeah, well. Yeah, there was I a preacher what it was called some. I forget the name. It, I watched it for her though. It had like heaven or something like that. Yeah, in, yeah. in the title, if match I made in heaven, match made in that heaven. That was it. Match there made in heaven, go. and they had a preacher who would sort of guide them through their decisions. And Angela made it down to the final three. She, she was yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She rocked it. Yep, yep. Uh, so they said uh, we feel so privileged to have Matt as our first Black Bachelor, and we cannot wait to embark on this. Journey, journey with him. Join the party, pal. Uh, before being named the new Bachelor, uh, James was cast in the next Bachelorette series starring Claire Crawley. Uh, fans were thrilled, uh, for the most part, in uh, their responses to this decision. So we'll be moving forward. And I'm not done with Bachelor stories. Oh, so my God. Oh, no, no, no. That's our world. That's where we live. We're part of the Bachelor Nation, are we? A, I have a Bachelorette story, and it's Hannah Brown. She saved a guy from drowning while whitewater rafting with her family in Tennessee on Saturday. Uh, The man's girlfriend uh, posted about the dramatic incident on Twitter, writing, How fun. Hannah Brown saved my boyfriend from drowning in the O.C. River today. Ocoee River? I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, the woman, God bless you, Hannah Brown. The woman <laughs> continued saying she was on the river with us. A raft flipped, and her and her family were on the trip with us, and she ended up pulling my boyfriend onto their raft after the current took him. I don't know who she was. I didn't know who she was, but her mom said she had just won Dancing with the Stars and that she was the Bachelorette. Uh, and when a commenter suggested that the former reality TV star's kickboxing sessions have helped her strength to pull a grown man back on the raft, the woman replied, she is strong. But they undersold the story, Preston. They were actually in a houseboat, and it was going over a waterfall. Oh, Hannah God. Brown reached out and kept it from going over the crest of the waterfall with one arm. Whoa. Which, by the way, when, when you go on whitewater rafting, people fall in the water. And you you pull them back in. That's how it works. If you're and lucky, Hannah Brown is around to save you. You're wearing a life jacket. I'm sure she didn't save him from drowning, but did help him. Did back she help him back the in the boat, Preston? Yes. <laughs> did he? Did she hold his wallet while he got back in? Uh, she. Uh, the woman continued to say she and her family were so nice. Her mama was so proud of her baby girl. I loved it. Uh, Brown- Look on the jet ski. It's Tom Bergeron. <laughs> It's all the ABC stars are here. He just comes riding up on a jet ski. Uh, Brown's brother, Patrick Brown, shared two photos on Instagram from their day on the water, writing, took on the rapids with the fam jam. The fam jam. I got to relive my lifeguard days, and Hannah thinks she's a part of the Coast Guard now. Uh, and uh, Anna Brown, we want to award you the Congressional Medal of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> then they put hashtag rescue mission. So that's the latest from Bachelor Nation, folks. Yes. She's still a grateful nation welcomes <laughs> Anna Brown. 
today to receive the Congressional Medal of Honor. Miss Brown? Yes, sir. Step forward, please. It, it would just. Be... I hereby make you Queen of Courage Lands. The way 2020 is going, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, there would just be another footnote in this year. Oh, so, yeah. yeah that would, that'd that be just a blurb. So Hannah Brown saved a guy from the river. That's what they're saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stasi Schroeder. Yes. Is expecting her first child with Bo Clark. Okay. Now, these may seem like people you don't know, and that's for a good reason. You, you shouldn't know them. And right. should refuse anything that tries to make you know them. Stasi is Kylie's friend. Uh, she's from Vanderpump Rules. <sighs> yeah, I think she's one. I think she's a Kylie Jenner friend. This news comes after the 31-year-old was fired from Vanderpump Rules uh, for calling the police on former castmate Faith Stowers, the only black member of the Bravo show. All Might right, be maybe, a different it's an- maybe it's another Stasi press. And maybe I'm mispronouncing her name, but it's spelled S T A S S I. I forget if it was Stasi or Stacy. Yeah, goes by St- I don't know. If it's um, Stacy, you want to slap her. But uh, Schroeder and Clark got engaged in 2019, so they got a baby on the way. Yeah. Uh, right? Yay. Uh, Mama June is getting real about her problems with drugs. A little too late. In Mama June Family Crisis. Is that a show? Yes. <sighs> it's uh, right after Mama June Meet the Press. <laughs> Where she discusses the nation's... News events. Okay, all right. In, with a panel of top journalists. And Mama June Family Crisis, the 40-year-old mother of four admits... And Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> ...that at one point she had to sell her house because of her $25,000 a day meth habit. No, that's no, way too much. Dude, meth is insanely cheap. So, uh, t- and if you did $25,000 worth of meth a day, you would clearly be dead. Unless she was buying it for the whole town. But we're talking know? about Mama June. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe she can do a lot. She has lost a lot of weight. She oh. also has lost a lot of teeth. Oh, she has. Oh, my God. I haven't seen this. We're looking at video footage of her right now. She's missing some teeth. Yeah. I mean, that's the That's meth. the meth. Yeah. 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 That's what $25,000 of meth a day yeah. will do to you, Preston. How's uh, Honey Boo Boo looking these days? A that, large... Is she really? Very large. I haven't no. seen her in a long time. Uh, last March, Mama June and her boyfriend, Eugene Gino Doak, were arrested in Alabama for possession of a controlled substance and drug paraphernalia. So. Eugene! <laughs> there he goes. Uh, Jesse Smollett's lawyers were hoping to use a double jeopardy defense when prosecutors brought, four, uh, brought forth a uh, new six-count indictment against him in February, as many recall. Uh, he was accused of faking a racist beating, a charge he denies. And on Friday, a Cook County judge said that the argument wouldn't fly uh, because he was never prosecuted in court. Prosecutors dropped the first charges against him when he agreed to forfeit his $10,000 bond. Uh, and his law- James, uh, I'm sorry, the judge, James Lynn, said uh, there was no trial in this case. There was no jury implemented. No witnesses were sworn in. No evidence was heard. No guilty pleas were ever entered. Nothing like that ever happened. He needs Hannah Brown. Uh, yes. She can fix everything. Apparently, that's, uh, this is true. So we'll see if he enlists Hannah Brown to help. And I wouldn't doubt it. Of course. Angelina Jolie said that she is working to create a world where her daughter, Zahara, won't face racism and discrimination. In what a about sit- the other kids? In a sit- yeah, that's a good question. In a sit-down with Harper's Bazaar UK, 
uh, the actress and special envoy of the High Commission for Refugees at the U.N., said that following the unrest pandemic, uh, the unrest, the pandemic, and Black Lives Matter protests, uh, she wants to rethink the needs and suffering within, quote, my own country. Uh, she said there are more than 70 million people who have had to flee their homes worldwide because of war and persecution, and there is racism and discrimination in America, a system that protects me but might not protect my daughter or any other man, woman, or child in our country based on skin color is intolerable, she said. Uh, she added, we need to progress beyond sympathy and good intentions to laws and policies that actually address structural racism and impunity. Uh, ending abuses in policy and policing is just the start. It goes far beyond that uh, to all aspects of society from our education system to our politics. She said, it feels like the world is waking up and people are forcing a deeper reckoning within their societies. Of course, she had adopted Zahara at six months from an Ethiopian orphanage in 2005 and, of course, her and Brad have six kids all together. Six? And how many are theirs? Is it just, I mean, not, I they're all two, theirs, right? but who, who are the natural? Don't know. Right. I, I, yeah, twins, I, I, right? Twins, yeah. okay. Is it twins? Yeah, there are twins. There might be, th- it might be three. I think it's three. It is. It's three of them. I always okay. get uh, confused. Three and they adopted three? Their oldest is Hannah Brown. Okay. Hannah Brown yes. is the, uh, the, the oldest elder. daughter. Yes, I believe so, Preston. Uh, it is not the trooping, the color celebration royal watchers wished for, but Queen Elizabeth II didn't seem to mind as she celebrated her 94th birthday with a unique and socially distanced ceremony. In March, it was announced that the annual parade, which marks Her Majesty's celebration in June and draws dozens of priceless UK royal family moments, would not proceed in its traditional form due to the coronavirus pandemic. Instead, a much smaller gathering took place at the grounds of Windsor Castle to honor Queen Elizabeth on Saturday. Members of the 1st Battalion of the Welsh stood six feet apart as they serenaded the monarch with a royal salute from a safe distance. I have to tell you, after 94 years of life, seeing the parading of various color guard is boring. Queen Elizabeth... (laughs) was flanked by two officials as she admired the ceremony while sitting under a canopy on the quadrangle of Windsor Castle. Very entertaining. Yes. Yes. Uh, Having a great time on my birthday. uh, She dressed the occasion in a light blue ensemble by Stuart Parvin. Look at how... She's, you know, as you said, Preston, two people on either side of her. She's sitting in this tent. They're walking by. There's really... It just seems bizarre. Yeah, she's just going to sit there yeah. and, and just be Very bored good. watching Very them nice. as they go by. You all seem to be wearing the same outfits. Uh, so she also she had a coordinating hat by Rachel Trevor Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, the appearance marks uh, marked Queen Elizabeth's first major appearance since COVID-19 lockdown began. Uh, since mid-March, Queen Elizabeth has been staying in Windsor Castle along with Prince Philip. Do you see what they gave her, though, for her birthday? They gave her an adult tricycle, Preston. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Which she uh, she spent the latter part of the day spray painting. Did it have the horns on the oh, front? Yeah. All right, so. nice. Her Majesty has uh, praised healthcare professionals and sent encouraging safety messages amid the global pro- uh, coronavirus pandemic. She also delivered a message of hope during the televised address, as she said on Easter, "We know that coronavirus will not overcome us." Members of the royal family celebrated Queen Elizabeth's 94th birthday both privately and on social media. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, of course, who have officially stepped back as senior members of the royal family, had a video call with the Queen. 
uh, wishing Her Majesty, this is according to the official account of Prince William and Kate Middleton, they said, wishing Her Majesty the Queen a very happy 94th birthday today. Die already, <laughs> Prince Charles. Do you think when the Queen gets home, because obviously she, there's a part of the of the of Buckingham Palace where she goes and, and resides and then she conducts business. Do you think when she walks to the door, the first thing she does is take her bra off? <laughs> God, son of a bitch. Oh, uh, yeah. Binding me. Oh. Yes, I would think so. Oh. Oh. They hit the floor. <laughs> Woo! Oh. oh, damn day. Unwind. Yeah, I can see her doing right? that. Why wouldn't she? Oh. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me. Whoa! Oh! You think she can reach back there and do that? I think one of the beef eaters probably helps her. Okay. <laughs> Kathy, do you prefer the... Uh, I, I, now, do they still make the front clasp on bras? I would imagine they do, sure. right? Yeah. Do you prefer one or the other? I prefer on the back, and okay. I just... Um, I can reach... I can you still, can, yeah. Yeah, I could still do it. No problem. Right. I'm not that old. You're not 94. They should, they should make a bra, Kathy, where if you jut your arms out, like <laughs> left and right, it just pops <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, terrible news. The daughter of country music legend Hank Williams Jr. Uh, has died. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Catherine Williams Dunning uh, died in a car crash on Saturday oh my night. Gosh. Yeah, in Henry County, Tennessee. She was only 27 years old. <gasps> Did the car roll? I heard it rolled a couple her, times. Her sister Holly confirmed the news in a heartbreaking Instagram story that uh, was shared on Sunday morning. The photo Holly posted was a family portrait that was just taken on Friday, uh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Highway Patrol confirmed Catherine's death. According to documents, uh, she was driving south on U.S. Highway 79 in an SUV at the time of the crash. The vehicle, which was towing a boat, uh, crossed the dividing median of the highway oh. and then began a rollover sequence. Oh, uh, the vehicle crossed the northbound lanes and came to rest on the east shoulder of the roadway. I haven't heard anything as to, you know, why they yeah. left the road or went into the median. I don't know if there was another car involved or if this was just a single vehicle incident or not. Um, Catherine's husband, Tyler, was also in the SUV at the time of the crash, and he was flown and taken to a nearby hospital. In her message, Holly shared that Tyler was awake and responding. However, uh, they don't know injury extent yet. There's been a lot of tragedy in that family. He himself, Hank Williams Jr., had a... um an accident early on in his was it was it on a cliffside? Did he fall? Yeah, I believe it was like they were rappelling or right. something like that, and, and he, he fell nearly a, killed him. Yeah, a mm-hmm. great distance. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson has been spotted out and about without her wedding ring just days after filing for divorce from her husband of nearly seven years, Brandon Blackstock. Ooh, kitty uh, cat needs to prowl. That just hit on Friday. That story that uh, that they filed for divorce. On Friday, the uh, 38-year-old mother was, of two was spotted walking her dog in Los Angeles, looking casual in jumpsuit, sandals, and chic glasses. <laughs> so, such a smart outfit for a summer day. <laughs> but she wasn't wearing a ring on her uh, left-hand ring finger. Is it so? I know some people keep the wedding ring on for a while, and uh, it becomes part of the deal. Some people just rip it right off. That's usually, you know, for TMZ and for all the gossip columnists and online gossip sites, that's the thing they look for, the that's wedding ring removal. Mm-hmm. Clarkson was uh, photographed shortly after news broke that the American Idol winner had cited irreconcilable differences in court documents obtained by E! News. Clarkson also requested joint legal and physical custody of their two children, six-year-old daughter, River Rose and four-year-old son Remington Alexander. Uh, The couple who wed in 2013 in Tennessee have remained silent about the news, but members of the family's inner circle 
told D News that the separation came as a total shock. It came out of nowhere, one insider said. It was also sad for the kids. They were always such a loving family. It never seemed like they had any issues. And he's her manager. He was her manager. I had read last week that it was because of her hectic schedule. You know, she's got right. a talk show now. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. You would have thought the quarantine would have reversed that, mm. that they would get to spend time together. The source added that the situation was quite shocking to friends and of the duo, adding that their mutual acquaintances have been texting each other over the disbelief that the couple is splitting. The friends have to divide up who their loyalties are with now. Another insider who's close to the... Kelly Clarkson show reiterated the confusion, saying Brandon was around all the time on almost all show days, and they were very loving towards one another. They drove home from set uh, together every night, so mm. this kind of blindsided oh. a few people. Yeah, Steve, I think <clears throat> if uh, my wife and I were to split, I think I would retain one friend. I think that's. I think I would get Jeff, and I think I would lose everybody. Everybody else. would go with uh, yeah. Diane. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good question. I, I yeah. don't know. I think I'm a. I think I'm pretty likable. I don't know how the split would be. Um, you know, I'd like to think I'd keep a few. When you said that, I was like, huh. Oh, no, no, no. I would get Mike, too. I would get Jeff and Mike. Mike one and Mike two? Uh, no, no, no. I would I would get Mike as well. Okay. I would, I would get Jeff and Mike. Mike and there. Jeff, and those, that's it. Those are my friends that I had going into the relationship. All right. All right. Yeah. God, I, I've i never thought about Me that. Me neither. And uh, <laughs> Rochelle would win. She yeah. Would, she would absolutely win. You would have to majority. move back to St. Louis, would I you not? I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. Uh, so, well, yeah. And who, even there, you probably would only get Steve. <laughs> yeah. And, and the original Steve, not me. Yeah. I'm Steve 2.0. Yeah. You'll uh, go with Rochelle. <laughs> wow. That's a serious assessment uh, that I think we could all make and maybe... Uh, I've had to make a to, Yeah, right? So, so would you guys that. be with me or would you guys go with Claire? Claire. Okay. Claire. I knew it. No, I knew it. I'd be with you, man. I'd be with you. You give me better presents. I, mean, I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, what, if, what if Preston and Steve got divorced? Who would you guys go with? Oh, don't you even. <laughs> don't you even. I They're never going to You know what? I was secretly Preston and I made an agreement years ago that there is failure is not an option. Yeah. And we always yeah. work on it. That's and, right. And the thing is... We never go to bed angry. And we always <laughs> kept the physical part of the relationship alive. What if they you have, have to do that? Right? If they have to have the conversation with us, we still love all of you guys very much. Yeah, and we're yeah, going to co-parent to together. Put us down. But you're going to be seeing... You're going to see Daddy Steve a little less now. <laughs> yep. That's... Think about that in your life. That's kind of interesting. I think even my kids would start calling me Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be dad anymore? Yeah. All right. Oh, I, I told you guys this before. Matt Court has forever told me, I, w- I would never go with you in a divorce. No kidding. <laughs> Dennis wins out? Go with Bubba? Yeah. 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 That was my friend. Wow. <laughs> and he will, he will outright tell me that. That's Well, you know, sometimes that happens. All right. We got to move on because I have important news. Someone has changed their hairstyle. Oh, no. Dramatically, oh I know, I know. Wait, yep, here we go. And by the way, the person that sent me this story led with peanut chop. <laughs> they wrote that down because that's what you say when someone changes your Sean White is not only known for his killer snowboarding skills, you know the flying tomato. Yes. Uh, he's also known for his fiery red locks. Well, the 33-year-old famous redhead is switching things up, taking his hair color to a platinum level. On Friday, the Olympian shared a picture with the caption, Sean LeBlanc, uh, showcasing his new blonde do. One fan commented, literally, Sean White. I think it looks great on him. It, it does. does. He yeah. looks a little bit like Megan Rapinoe. Right? Uh, Is that her name? Rapinoe. Rapinoe, yeah. 
The day before, the athlete shared a photo of his colorist uh, uh, from his colorist chair with his finger over his mouth in a shushing motion, smirking at the camera with his hair covered in bleach. After seeing the finished product, fans seemed to be torn about whether they love it or loathe it. Uh, some commented their support for the fresh dew, while others articulated their disappointment. I think it looks good. Uh, this isn't the first time that he has made a drastic change to his look. Uh, formerly known as the Flying Tomato for his long, wavy red locks, he cut it all off for a good cause in 2012 and started sporting a much more cleaner look thereafter. Yeah, it looks good on him. You know, Kathy, is this the first time you've seen um, Casey's? Quaff in person? In person. Yes. <laughs> and what do you think? Well, it's growing out now. Now he's got like multiple colors in there. Yeah. It it, it blends together nicely, don't you think? <laughs> it looks good. Yeah. It's like I, an, oh, that ombre, right? Isn't that what they call it? A ringing endorsement. Well, it's not a, an ombre. <laughs> it looks per se. Kathy says it looks, it looks interesting. <laughs> well, listen, I also just took my hat off. But, man, when I put a little product in there. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Step back, girlfriend. Yeah. So, Equilibrium director Kurt Wimmer managed to wrap production on Children of the Corn, filmed entirely during lockdown. The reimagining Stephen King's classic short story, which I didn't know this, has inspired ten feature films. Yes. Ten of yes. them? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> the last one was Children of the Corn, Nerds in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the first one. That was it. The, so I've seen a couple of them. And uh, a couple of the ones out of the gate were pretty good. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And then there was a second. They did a, a, another um, TV series, a mini series okay. based on it. Uh, I've never right. seen any. Can you just give me, a, like, do they live in a cornfield? Or? Well, they live in, in a small town. Right. Or a rural town. And uh, the children take over the town because they hear this thing called he who walks behind the rose telling them to kill all the parents. No, 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 no. Which they do. They butcher them. Oh. Yeah. And sacrifice Stephen, them. Is this Stephen, Stephen King? Stephen King. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, anyhow, the cast includes uh, Elena Campouris, uh Kate Moyer, with Australian talent Callan Mulvey, and uh, Bruce Spence. And so, yeah, I guess they're going to go for it. But I'll, I'll give if it's if it's if it's along the lines of the first, you know, original short story, I'll I'll be happy with that. I don't want to. I like the original. I mean, I, I like the, the the story's good. Any any of that that sort of stuff where they arrive at a rural town and there's something going on and uh you know you yeah sh- 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 what was the there was another story that was a mini series remember that movie with Betty Davis was a mini series yes uh harvest yep something or other uh and know the one you're talking about Stephen. i couldn't get the name it has one of those real it's almost like the wicker man type of ending it's where the women uh yeah yeah, yeah it's she, a matriarchal society cuts yes. the tongues out yeah, yeah. yeah i remember that it was that was pretty wild it was, that, it was that pretty kinda, good. yeah kind of effed me up as a kid a little bit when i, I saw that yeah um, but, uh, yeah, this could be cool. So, uh, we'll see when I have no idea as far as our release date goes, but, uh, and, and children of the corn actually has, a, is loosely, uh, tied to the dark tower and flag and the stand and stuff like so, that. It's just a little tendril to it. So is okay. And not to get too specific here for people who aren't familiar with the source material, but is he who walks behind the rose? Does he have any, uh, connection to Randall flag? Yeah, I think so. Really? It's been so long since I've read that story. Ah. I should probably go back to it, but, I, but there is a, there is a little bit of a crossover. Yeah. It might be him. All right. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Baby Driver star Lily James is set to play is set to lead Peggy Joe, which will be helmed by Philip Noyce. <laughs> Noyce. <Noice. Noice. laughs> the only reason I brought this story up. 
Uh, the story follows Peggy Joe, who begins holding up banks as an alter ego named Cowboy Bob. And that's all that I have on that. I count me in. All right. Uh, I thought you were going to say Baby Wheel was the sequel to Baby Driver. But... <laughs> One last story, and that is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist will spin again on NBC. Jane Levy stars with Skylar Austin, Alex Newell, Peter Gallagher, Mary Steenburgen, and Lauren Graham, also featuring... Uh, heavily in one of the network's strongest digital performers. I never saw Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So basically, it's uh, she has occurrences in her life that where people will suddenly express their feelings by breaking out into song and dance. Oh, okay. So when they say things, she sees it as these production numbers. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, so that's coming, uh, I don't know when, but that will be headed to NBC, so it is going to happen. All right, we should get to the clips, of course. And we are going to lead with this one. The Thomas John Experience features the psychic medium's journey across the country to connect people with their loved ones on the other side. In this clip, Thomas discusses how he discovered his supernatural abilities. Here we go. I always feel like it happened in stages because when I was four years old, I started to see spirits, loved ones. Um, people that I didn't know who they were would kind of would visit me and they would be for like family members or, you know, my grandfather started to visit me that I never met. So that's definitely when I started to recognize. The problem is, is nobody ever sat down and said, oh, by the way, you know, you're a medium. You should be medicated. Uh, the Thomas John Experience is streaming now on CBS All Access. Ugh. I know. Yeah. I, I just wanted to watch the freaking golf match yesterday. And I, I didn't. This came I didn't, on? I, it, what's that? This came on? Uh, no. Just, I, I hate. Just knowing it was out there. I just, I hate CBS All Access. <laughs> oh. Uh, sorry, I, I should probably I should probably turn my nose up at at mediums, ah! but having to pay for for basic TV really chaps my ass. Wait, That's here's a show God. I would never watch, and now you want to make me pay for it? Mm, yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's too much of this stuff. Knock mm. it off. All right, here we go. Next book. <laughs> ah, sorry, I just wanted to watch the Charles Schwab. I classic. just want a place to sit. And why couldn't you? Because I was down the shore, I was watching on my Roku and every other channel I don't have to pay for. But this one, I have to pay for. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I am not paying $6 to watch. This is like an Agatha Christie mystery. It really is. I apologize for boring you all. If you find the adult version impressive, just wait until you see how athletic these young kids are in American Ninja Warrior Jr. In this clip, host Victoria Arlen talks about the show serving as a stepping stone for potential Olympic athletes. Here we go. What I love about the ninja spirit is really anything's possible. And these kids and their parents and their families find a way. So I would love to see that. I think, honestly, these kids are limitless. And they really, if they set their mind to doing something, they'll do it. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> Season 2 of American Ninja Warrior Jr. can be viewed on Universal Kids. Of course it can. By the way, is that a pay service? Sounds like it is. Universal Kids does sound yeah. like that, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, and there you go. Ah! That's what I have just wanted to watch the regular Ninja Warriors. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that's what I have for you. Okay, let's take a break. Let's come back in a moment. It's a Monday morning, new week, beautiful weather this week. We're going to have a good time together, and we will get to it all in a moment. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room. 
or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. There's a story that I stumbled across... Over the weekend, um, and it's uh, it's going to hurt a little when you hear it, <clears throat> a, a painful incident for someone, uh, but I'm sure that there are people listening that have had s- similar things, but maybe not quite this intense. It was a woman who wrote her story on Reddit. Uh, she recently had an incident with her cat in the middle of the night that led to some stitches. Now, I'll give you the full rundown of how this played out, and uh, the, the kicker is exactly the injury and what happened. So... It all started one day when there was a tornado watch that hit her county. Uh, she filled her water, her bathtub with water. Yeah. Uh, because in case the something happens and, and the water system is compromised, you have some fresh water there to drink or bathe or whatever you need to do. So luckily, no tornado ever came close enough to hit her area and the bathtub water was no longer needed. But uh, still seems she made one fateful error. She forgot to drain the bathtub before she went to bed. When she woke up the next morning, she went to pee, and in the process, her 10-month-old kitten sauntered into the room and did one of his newfound favorite things. He attempted to jump into the bathtub, not realizing it was filled with water. Right. Big Uh, mistake. Instead of finding an empty tub to run around in, he was met with several feet of icy cold water. She said, quote, he let out this god-awful shriek like he had just jumped into a vat of acid. But that's when she made another fateful error. She said, like a total idiot, I sprung into action to save him, still pantless. <sighs> and her attempts to rescue the little guy proved trickier than she expected. She said, if any of you are experienced with trying to, quote, help a panicked cat, <laughs> you know, it's like trying to help a cyclone made out of knives. Well, I reached into the tub to grab him. He bit my finger in a total panic and then started to climb my arm like it was a branch oh. made out of really thick tough tree bark, except it was my arm. It's made out of human skin, so he left massive scratches. I screamed and automatically shook him off. Now, what transpired next happened in what she felt like was slow motion. She said, as he fell towards the water, towards what I think he presumed was his watery grave, he used his kitty flexibility to twist around and take a swipe at the closest thing that he could reach the closest thing was my bare vulva. No. Oh, my. He got his claws right up in the <gasps> mons pubis. Oh, oh. dear God. Uh, she said there were worse places uh, there for his claws to dig in, I guess. Dear God. But it wasn't. Re- I wasn't really thinking about that when he had his claws nice and deep in there like he was trying oh to dig God. a new hole or something. <laughs> The worst part is, she said, it didn't even save him. He still fell into the water. He managed to get out pretty quickly without my interference, which made me feel pretty stupid. Well, before she knew it, she was left standing there. She was covered in blood and horrified by the whole thing. Because that area is going to bleed a lot. Yeah, she said before she knew it, uh, she was at her computer Googling how long bleeding, how much bleeding hospital. (laughs) Uh, Then she called her mom. 
Uh, despite the coronavirus, she ultimately decided she should go to the hospital, but not before creating a makeshift bandage of sorts. At that point, Preston, wouldn't you just get into the tub and slit your wrists? <laughs> it's already, it's already there. So she said, "I put a, uh, I put a pad in my underwear and oh. fashioned a weird diaper bandage so that I could put pants on." Oh my yeah. gosh! Her mom drove her over and then dropped her off at the hospital. She's pretty collected to be doing all this. Uh, once she was inside, she had the enjoyment of having to explain her injuries, of course, yeah. to the uh, people in the ER. Once the laughter died down. And she said, my doctor was this young, attractive guy who I think was definitely younger than me. I don't know why it would have been better if he was an old, <laughs> if he was old and ugly, but it would have been. Uh, he stared intently at my vulva for a long time, and then he had to do a stitch, which meant he was looking at it for even longer after that. Uh, and she said he was more concerned about the cat bite on my finger, which was a bit gnarlier, to be honest, but much less embarrassing. And he gave uh, he gave that three stitches and told me in so many words not to, quote, save the cat next time. So how many stitches on the... Uh, I, I only think she, the, she had a stitch, but okay. still. Still. Yeah, if you got to oh. get a stitch down there, and cats, especially that was a ten month old. They're they're like razors. They're, so they're claws. A cat of um, we had ten cats. One of them, uh, uh, Tingles, passed away a little while ago. But Tingles Preston had Freddy Krueger like talents. Yeah, and she she was having an issue. She was stuck on something, and I was trying to help her. Same deal. And they just start contorting and flipping around. And my hands were so butchered. I think I came in and showed you guys the, the day after. Yeah. And, and, I, and my hands were so sore that I couldn't I couldn't even, like, con- oh my close my... my yeah. I mean, because she had... When they say, you know, the, the, the phrase, slice to ribbons, yeah. that's what she did to me. Wow. Well, the, yeah, their nails get razor sharp, especially if you don't, you know, cut them and, and keep up with them. But I went through this, uh, down this YouTube hole of um, <laughs> people trying to bathe their cats. What? Okay. But, but there's like a series and people get in the bath with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so, so now there's, you know, this guy in his bathing suit, no shirt on. And no. same thing like this woman. The cat is like crawling up his back and down oh, his arm. No. And if you're going to do that where the exact same outfit Batman wears at yeah. the end of Batman v Superman because there's you've got to be covered as going in there with just a bathing suit and your junk I readily mean, accessible when you're no way. effing way when your skin gets wet it gets oh, more tender worst. and everything oh. too here's the thing about cats cats don't even know how to play properly with with humans like when I play with my dogs my dog will be growling and biting, but he's not full biting. You know right. what I mean? He's like, yeah, mine I, do the same. They, yeah. they, they play bite. Um, cats don't know how to do that. They don't know how to play scratch. Some of them do. <laughs> some of them don't. And the ones that don't are going to make you bleed. Yeah. yeah. Like all the oh time. I didn't know if there was any other people listening that may have had uh, pet slash genital stories. Mm. 215-263-WMMR if you do. There is a classic video. I think one of the first video, you know, memes, if you will, that started to make the rounds. It's of a police officer talking about a pet adoption program and how they were helping to get pets adopted. And he had a cat on a leash. And this is going back years and years and years. And the cat goes nuts and then clamps down between his legs on his upper thigh. And he's... He can't pull because it'll it'll slice his yes. sack in half. Yes, and, but the the footage is just anyone who watches this can feel every second of the pain of those nails digging into the upper thigh wow. because they freak out. 
The only thing that's ever happened to me involving uh, animals and uh, and and the the privates is uh, and and it happens quite a bit, and it's usually a lab uh, where if I'm sitting on a couch, my friends have a dog. The lab will come over, big dog, big dog's running, big dog's, dog's out, you know, and it will both paws, boom, boom, right, right, right on your my, nuts, right in my crotch. Bang. Mm-hmm. Every time it drives me crazy. So I have two big cats with me every night. Um, it is uh, Hubert and Lily. And Lily loves to get up and she does that thing that sort of the, you know, the uh, the, the paws up and down and up and down is just sort of preparing their sleep spot. One night, Preston, right over my sack. And the nails went right in. And I'm like, I mean, I screamed so loud. Claire was outside and she heard it. And it was just unbelievable. What are you going to do? And they look at you like, what? Yeah. My dog is so big and dumb that uh, I I really have to. And I've learned sort of by um, uh, trial and error what I should expect from him. We have clanked heads many times. And his head is as hard as a rock. Yeah. He's also like 80 pounds. And when he's like... Sitting on you or near you, he doesn't know to not spring off of you to go at a full sprint. Because the spring will knock your nuts up into your throat. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. And he's come very, very close. But because I've, uh, I'm have i sort of expecting it, I know to um, I know to sort of protect myself. When, when the dog gets up to a full run, if you had this happen, because I had it happen years ago with, the, with our, our great Dane. We had a great Dane who went running. I turned around mm-hmm. and was chasing after something. And head right into my balls. Oh, I mean, at a full this horse, this dog when it would run, you it actually sounded like a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I got clocked. I I was on the verge of throwing up. That's how hard <laughs> he hit my nuts. And the thing about great teams is they are Clem, right? Yeah, Clem. Yeah, uh, yeah. They are so big and scary looking, but everyone that I've ever met is just. The that, sweetest thing. They but are. They also that's don't, that, yeah, when they step on your nuts. They don't right? realize how big and, and tough they are. So um, we don't have an electric fence in my yard, and we don't have a fence in my yard, so we have to put the dogs out on leads if yeah. we're not going to take them for a walk. And my the big dog, Reggie, oh, my gosh, took my, my oldest daughter out, and she came so close to um, basically just smashing her whole face into the pavement because she was sitting there in the driveway and the lead came and it didn't come from behind. It came from the front. And I'm telling you, it was about a quarter of an inch from her whole face smashing on the pavement. Yeah. All right, back to this, uh, the the genital injuries from pets. I'm going to go to Janelle. Hey, Janelle, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good, Janelle. What were you going to tell us? Yeah, so I had a little kitten. I had just gotten him, and I uh, thought it would be a good idea to carry him out to get my mail, walk <laughs> down to the end of the driveway, have him tucked up across my chest, and uh, just freaked out, decided he was going to leap off, and when he did so, his tiny little kitten nails went right through my shirt, right through my bra, right across, you know, the your, nice little area. Your, your nipple. nipple. Scars to this day. Oh, oh my god! Ow! They're little hypodermics. They're the kitten kitten nails. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally, totally. It was horrible. And then I threw him, and uh, eventually had to go track him down. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they don't know. They don't no. know that that he's that the little the little furry kittens just ripped your nipple off. Thanks, Janelle. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's funny because cats will change their tone if they're inside. Yeah. And you take them outside; it's like they're different, uh-huh. different animals. We had a cat, uh, Peanut, and Peanut had been had come from a uh, an abused home, and there was a cat hoarder and everything. 
Get her outside. She, she was so interested in going outside, Preston. The wind was scaring her. Yeah. The, the, she was like, and, and it started freaking, get her, get her inside, get her inside, get her inside now. Uh, I'm going to go to Will. Hey, Will, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, Will? Hey, so I got a uh, great Dane named Bruce, and we, uh, you know, we got a pretty big backyard, so we play catch all the time. Um, and my son and I were out there, and uh, threw the ball to Bruce. Bruce comes back. He's big. He's large, like 120 pounds. And um, for some reason, I don't know what prompted him to do so, but as he was running over to me, he reared up on his hind legs. And I don't know if you've ever seen a Great Dane in that fashion, but yes. he's larger than a normal human being. I mean, yeah. he's very big. Yeah. <laughs> and as he was coming down, he, he swiped my, my sack area. And um, <laughs> super long and short is I ended up getting something called epididymitis from that. And um, it's, it's actually almost like a like testicular torsion. And um, the, the bottom portion of, again, that area wound up super tight and nothing could flow through it. Oh, my and, God. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my, my left side um, literally grew to about not not the full size of a baseball, but pretty, pretty darn close. And they had to go in and drain it and untangle it. It was unreal. Oh. Dude, so the, 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 the dog reared up, caught your, your sack, <sighs> shut off the flow to one side of the sack. And as a result, your other nut became the size of a, like a hardball? Uh, just just about. I don't want to over embellish, but it was absolutely massive. Yeah, Jesus. And at at the yeah. moment that collision took place, you must have won. You must have almost passed out. Um, one of the third or fourth times my son's ever seen me cry. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was terrible. Damn, Will. Do you have any Jesus do you have any Christ. permanent issues because of that? Um, not no. We actually had another kid afterwards and uh, got the good old vasectomy afterwards. But I was halfway there. So. All right, yeah. Halfway there. The dog took nice. care of the first part. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's Jesus. a good one, Will. Thank you. Appreciate it. They are they're huge. Uh, I, I uh, mean, when, like he said, when they're up on their their hind quarters, they can be taller, way taller than you. Well, Clem was six three on her hind legs. Man, uh, let's see. I will go to Teresa next. Hey, Teresa. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. What's happening? So I've got two for you, actually. One is a daily occurrence that my sweet baby Ginny, I love her to death, she'll try to come up and cuddle on my chest and steps on my nipples every single time. <laughs> and uses uh, her claws come out? Sometimes. I mean, if we don't trim them and they get that extra little bit pointy, yeah. yep. they dig yeah. in. Oh, she sucks. Even I if love her, but she's yeah. the worst. You know this, Teresa, though. Even if you trim them, even if you trim them and they catch you the right way, yeah. they'll yep. slice you the F up. It's uh, oh, painful as hell. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah. what Teresa's then, talking about, the, the nice. nails don't need to be out. Like, if that right. happens, that's right. like, yeah, yep. that's not fun at all. Uh, here's one that says, my kitten used to suckle me at night in, oh, when oh. I would sleep. Oh, man. Really? Suckle what, though? <laughs> suckle what? It's yeah. A, it's a woman. It says something different. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, I'm, why are you yelling at me, man? I just, I didn't think it was a man, but I was wondering if it was suckling her arm or her, like, breast. No, her or... nipples. Okay. Suckling her right. nipples is what it says. That's I was, weird. I was paraphrasing. <laughs> that's what suckle means. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, and then, Kate, Steve, this one says, uh, hang on a second here. This one I wanted here. to ask you, it says, can Steve please tell the story how his cat choked on rose petals on Valentine's Day oh, yeah. and he was giving the Heimlich <laughs> maneuver naked? Yeah, Wait, yeah. What? That was not, that, that, my junk was completely intact during that one, though, but I, I figured I was going to do a romantic thing, laid out rose petals and, um, you know, in, in, into the, the bedroom and the whole thing. 
and my wife and I go into the bedroom and I'm naked and, and she's, you know, she's getting naked and we're starting to get amorous and I hear, <laughs> and uh, my cat, I believe it was Mac, had uh, started eating the petals and was choking on them. So I'm like, oh, God damn. And I get up and I'm like, and I'm literally performing the Heimlich on the cat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this can't be happening. I'm naked. I Actually, I, I could have risked having my sack split open on oh that because God. he's freaking out. But I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Finally, I got it out of his mouth. But yeah, rose petals. So, so I never did that again. What wow. you were doing, did that help the cat or did the cat get it, it out on it, its own? It, it seemed to. As I, I would like to think I helped the okay. cat probably got it out on its own. But... But that was, yeah, that was that was a joy. By the way, cat, uh, Casey, the cat that was suckling, actually, was a man. He oh, just texts it back and says, no, I'm a man. Oh. <laughs> uh, let me go to Mike. He didn't have this genital, in, genital injury, but had something else happen. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, bud? Yeah, I, uh, I was throwing a ball into the closet with my dog, and... Um, I had a Jolly Rancher in my mouth, and for some reason, I was when it was in my mouth, I flipped it up in front of my teeth, and out of nowhere, the dog just comes barreling into me, and it hits me right in the face, and the Jolly Rancher smashes out two of my front teeth. Holy <laughs> crap! So the dog wanted to get at the Jolly Rancher. It's just... I, I don't even know why I would put the Jolly Rancher in the front of my teeth in the first place, but it's that. <laughs> Knocked your two front teeth out. I mean, tell you, man, and you know this for a fact, Mike, a dog gets up a good head of steam, and it's a moderate (laughs) size. It can kick your ass. Here's a good 20 miles an hour, at least, I'm sure. My dog, Chelsea, is like 45, 50 pounds, but when she locks, she's part pit, when she locks and starts to pull, you know, my wife can. I can handle it, but the, 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 the strength... The traction is oh my amazing. God. Yeah, we went over to some friends' house, and they have a uh, they have a Boston Terrier that likes to play. Yeah, yeah. tug of war, and as opposed to my Yorkies, this thing has a <laughs> jaw that's right. like a steel trap. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things mean business when they clamp down. That's right. When you see, you, did you see the last John Wick, John Wick Three, Parabellum? Okay, they're they're, uh-uh. they're attack dogs, and, and and one of their maneuvers is chomping on the nuts. Oof. And I. It's, <laughs> I mean, and you know that's happened, you oh, know, yeah. in, in attacks and stuff like that. But you, dear God, that's why when you hear, you see, you know, those the the attack dogs or the guard dogs. It's like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, don't worry. Ste- step back, guys. I'll kill myself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me go to Armin. Armin, good morning. Good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. No, it's all good. What's up, bud? Not much. So I have a cat, right? Her name's Minky. She's absolutely the love of my life. But she hangs out on top of the cabinets and she lays in wait like a ninja and she'll <laughs> jump straight at me with her claws right on my back and it's like fine like i'm kind of used to it but like it still startles me so i try to shake her off my back and my shoulders are all tore up all the time yeah and so you just sucks, go ahead i'll have company over sometimes and they don't know, and they don't even know I have a cat. <laughs> and this thing will just jump on their back, and I have to apologize. Dude, that's it. terrifying if you're walking along and something jumps <laughs> on your back with claws. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Imagine, you know, explaining that to some company. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. And we the used... other thing she yeah. does, right, she, uh, she is the biggest C-block in bed. <laughs> I'm, like, me and my girlfriend are, like, 
you know, about to get into it, she'll like hop on her back, and now I got both of them looking at me. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. I've oh, oh it, honestly, that that has happened so many times. Well, that's my wife and I sleep, you know, in separate beds now because it's just it's just the way our, our sleeping patterns are that. But cats especially will f up any. We've had so many amorous situations just killed by the because the cat's looking at you. I I remember just going to town orally on my wife, and then you look up and hey. You're How like, you doing? Uh, what you doing there? It's like, oh, no. Can I join in? Yeah. <laughs> I do that, too. We used to have, uh, going back to what he said about the the attacking cat, one, one of the best pets we ever had was this cat named Taffy. And his thing was he would hide at the bottom of the stairs. There was a piece of furniture. Yeah. He'd hide behind him. If you walk down the stairs, he would jump out and attack <laughs> your feet. And I mean, like, you know, yeah. go at it. And it was just his thing. And whenever we would have people over... They were victims as well, and they didn't know it was coming, and we we couldn't figure out what that was his game. You know, he liked to play. play and you try way. to explain to guests, of course. Then again, it, it'll also help if you if you like to keep people out of your house. No, we'll we'll pass. Yeah, you have that lunatic animal, Steve. There's a scene in uh, in the movie Airplane where uh, uh, the, the guy from the airport goes over yeah. to pick up a, the man's wife, and comes to the house, and they've got a dog, is a golden yeah. retriever. And the dog just starts attacking him, and she's going, "Oh, stop that!" You know, and right? And he's screaming. That does kind of drive me crazy when people, "Oh, he does that all yeah. the time." And the dog is like, you know, attacking yeah. you. It's I hate like, that. I know. Control oh, your animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he likes you. He likes you. See, my he dog, likes you. My dog is a big time barker, and yeah. he will bark and bark and bark. But he, so I just when people come into the house, I just say, "Don't." Pet him. Like, don't even yeah. reach out. Just ignore him. It's the best thing you can do because he's not. Go- he sounds more vicious than he really is. He. I don't know why he does it. I don't know if he's yeah, protecting the house. If he's protecting yeah. us, protecting the house or whatever. But but, um, if, but if you pet him, he starts to become barky. No, no. If you just come to the door, he becomes bark. Like he's oh, okay. just. And so a lot of times, like when people come over, we have to put him in another room, right? Because right? he's just because he's kind of scary, and he, but. But I know deep down in my heart he's not going to attack anybody. Right. You know? Right. Uh, let me you go. assume. Let me go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, buddy? Uh, I had a Beagle Pug mix uh, puppy. He was about two months old. I used to be a bouncer at the bar, so I came home like 3 o'clock in the morning, picked him up, took my shirt off. I was laying on the sofa, had him lay on my chest. I'm petting him. And he's falling asleep, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, he packs up and grabs hold of my nipple ring and pulls it out. Oh. He ripped your nipple ring out? He ripped it right out. <laughs> By the way, here's a question. If, you, if, if your nipple gets ripped like that, does it grow back the way that it was before? Mine did, fortunately. Um, I took care of it the right way. My wife was happy to be my body piercer, so... Okay. <laughs> That's what they say. Always marry your body piercer. <laughs> wow, dude. What What is that sensation like? Getting an, a, a... It, it hurt like nothing else. I mean, I went like a stuck tank. I felt like I should put a tampon on my nipple. Oh my you put a tampon on your nipples, did you say? It's, uh, it's pretty much what I felt like I wanted to do. I mean, I had <laughs> so much gone. It was ridiculous. Wow, wow, wow. Well, there you go. You learn. Is All it right. a generally a, like a, a more 
Is there more like blood vessels there? Because I always heard that like I would your, assume. your forehead is a is will bleed more because there's like more blood vessels up there. It's and, also shallow too. Yeah. You know, I, I think those those wounds tend to. You know, honestly, if you've ever pressed, you've done it where you've been shaving the boys or whatever, and you you nick yourself. Yep. Uh, and uh, man, it won't stop bleeding. It won't stop bleeding. I'm gonna go to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Kelly? So my boyfriend does not wake up for anything, so I trained my dog to, we call it, get the tail, and she'll shove her nose right up into his boxers and goes after his junk. <laughs> You've trained your dog to attack your boyfriend's junk to wake him up? Yes. And she, she gently attacks. I said, I, Once he realized it was the dog, he wasn't as happy, but he thought it was a pleasant wake up. <laughs> wow. Hey, next time he's drunk, see if you can pass the dog off oh as you. How did you teach the dog to do that? If you make any kind of weird noises, she goes after it. So I would do like raspberries on his upper thigh, and that would get her to jam her nose up there. Oh, that's oh funny. Huh. That's funny. How many that's people- a good idea, too. And she does it. If there's any guy around, I say, get the towel. She'll ram her face right up. Get the towel. Wow. How many many, many lonely dudes do you think are going to adopt dogs after this call? Yeah, Kelly. Oh, my God. Wow. That's messed up. Well, listen, this this gal had, we got this story started because, uh, or this conversation started. This woman was, uh, her, her cat jumped in the tub. The cat didn't know there was water in the tub. She was going to the bathroom. She tried to get the cat out. The cat went crazy, crawled up on her, and then as it fell again, reached out <sighs> and claws in her <laughs> private area, and she ended up having to go to the hospital. There was blood all over the place. I had to get Vagina. stitches in the whole thing. I can't even imagine how painful that would be. I'm, I might be inclined to just bleed out rather than go and have to explain it to anybody. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be you know, like a pleasant way to go, right? You yeah. just kind of you just drift off. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, thank you for sharing, and we apologize for all the crossed legs this morning. <laughs> We're going to take a break and come back in a second. And when we do, some bizarre file stories from the weekend that I think you will enjoy. So make sure you stay put. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Real quick, if you don't mind, I'm going to do a, uh, a charity plug here. It's a, a tragic thing happened. Um, and a friend of mine uh, who's a state trooper got in touch with me. His, uh, his, it's his wife's family is a uh, trooper Hanning. Um, and uh, this is just terrible. This um, uh, Janine Meekham had passed away three months ago, had cancer, and then... Uh, her husband just recently died. They have five kids. Oh, my five God. Five kids. It's just terrible. So, obviously, there is a GoFundMe that is set up. If you can help this family out. I mean, there's five children that don't have uh, parents anymore. Is it on our page right now? It is. I sent it over to Nick. He's got it up on PrestonSteve.com. So, if you do have the, the means to help out, uh, please do. And you can find that on our website. And, uh, you know, there are other... Great charities and events coming up, but here's—I mean, you know—what are these kids going to do? It's terrible. They've got—they've got family and friends, but uh, they're obviously going to need some support down the road. So if you could do that, uh, that would be wonderful, and we appreciate it. Um, on a lighter note, I got this email. Uh, it's a follow-up. Uh, you remember I'd gotten um, a guy had gotten in touch with me, I believe in Illinois. I'd have to go back and check, but he, he's uh, he's on a horse farm. Yes. Where they grow horses. uh, Where they grow horses. (laughs) No, but uh, he had uh, the opportunity to help name 
one of the new Phillies. Yes, yeah, I remember this. And people put in their submission for a name, and the first Philly that this mayor had given birth to started with the letter A, so they're going to go with the letter B. And this guy recommended that they name the horse Bajmir, which is <laughs> rim job, rim job backwards. <laughs> Brain uh, job. This is from uh, John. He says, <laughs> "One more time, if you would." Brain job. Brain <laughs> job. So, hey, Preston, so I had the chance to sit down with the wife and discuss our new Philly's name last night and the name we decided for her. Drum roll, please. Bajmir. Brain yeah! job. Uh, I, he said, "I don't know how I was able to pull it off, and by that I mean have a serious discussion without laughing or giving it away." But, yeah, she thought the name was very pretty. (laughs) Thanks for helping me in naming her and no sad bro. Rame job. So that is from uh, John. And the horse's name is Bajmir. And, look, he sent me pictures. We didn't know if he'd be able to, as you said, uh, no pun intended, pull this off. But, wow, yeah, a beautiful horse. Oh, wow. Kathy. I see it. Pretty, right? (laughs) They're magnificent animals. Yes. so that is, uh, this is Bajmir. 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 (laughs) Rame job. Rim job is at the gate. <laughs> Rim job is at the gate. <laughs> so it's official. There is a, there's a horse named Bajmir, and uh, <laughs> they, uh, he's keeping it secret. And they're in Illinois, so nobody nobody on the the farm knows. Oh my god! That uh, that it's <laughs> Rim job backwards. All right, we need to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. All right, it is brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Whether you're looking to build a new deck or freshen up the patio with new furniture, Sequoia Outback has everything you need to create your backyard oasis. Route 309 in Hatfield or online at decksupplies.com. A dog walker who threw a bag of poop at what's called, this is in the U.K., so a milk float was punched so hard that he was left with a broken jaw and a missing tooth after the milkman lost his temper. Whoa. Uh, Mr. Boyes alleged the milkman almost hit him and his dog with his float. Uh, the dog walker was so incensed that when he saw McLeod minutes later, he lobbed a bag of the freshly collected dog poop at his vehicle. And a court heard how Mr. McLeod, a milkman for 40 years, then jumped out of the float and launched a ferocious attack on Mr. Boyes. I'm assuming it's like a milk truck, I I'm guess. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Boya suffered a fractured jaw and a lost tooth. He also needed surgery to have a metal plate fitted. Appearing at Crown Court this week, McLeod was handed a 21-month sentence suspended for two years. Uh, He pleaded guilty to assault, and his lawyer said Mark Stewart. uh, His lawyer, Mark Stewart, said that his client didn't think he drove too close to Mr. Boya's and questioned how fast a milk float could possibly have been going. He did admit admit McLeod lost his temper and reacted very badly. Uh, Mr. Stewart said he's both ashamed and very remorseful, particularly with the injury to the complaint. He's also a lunatic. And the defendant was ordered to complete 30 rehabilitation days, 120 hours unpaid work, and pay Mr. Boyes about $1,000. You put a lunatic like that behind the wheel of a milk float? No, you never know what's going to happen. A probable cause statement released on Thursday said an argument over a man asking his dog to poop led to a deadly shooting. Oh, man. According, I have a few dog stories. According to the document, a man and his girlfriend were walking their dog. This is in Denver, by the way. The male victim told police that he prompted his dog to poop 
and a man in the apartment yelled at him saying, are you going to train your dog or just yell at it? The victim also told police that he tried to ignore the suspect, but the suspect proceeded to fire shots, hitting him and his girlfriend. From his window? Yeah, and the man's girlfriend was killed in the shooting. Oh, wow. It was terrible. Over a dog taking a dump? Yeah, or at least the guy telling the dog to take a dump. Uh, The man was taken to the hospital and is expected to survive. The female was identified as Isabella Fallis. She just turned 21 that week, by the way. Uh, the male victim was uh, Darian Simone. He was uh, He's 26. Police said the shooting happened just before noon. The suspect identified as Michael Close. He is being held for investigation of first-degree murder and Jeez. aggravated assault. Now, two Kentucky residents were in, uh, indicted Monday for sexual crimes against an animal. And the reason I bring this up is this is Kentucky's First indictment of bestiality since the act was outlawed in 2019. It was just, just outlawed a... last year. We oh, did man. it. We did it. The jury indicted Christopher Jones and uh, Nolene Horn on two counts of sexual crimes against an animal. Nolene, I hear it's illegal now. What? Uh, <laughs> ain't never what? been never been illegal here. Uh, sexual no, crime- last year. Sexual crimes against an animal is a Class D felony. Uh, the law, which took effect on June 27, the 20, uh, 2019, made sexual crimes committed against an animal a Class D felony punishable by up to five years in prison. Uh, court date is scheduled for the... Which uh, one is it, Fido? The defendant's argument on June 23rd. But up until then, it was all... Yeah. It was all have at it, I yeah. guess. Wow. A woman was arrested after attempting to book a flight at the New Orleans airport absolutely 100% naked, after which she was had refused to depart. Uh, Mariel Vergara allegedly strolled up to the Spirit Airways counters, uh, counter at Louis Armstrong Worldwide Airport on Friday evening without it, a stitch of clothes on. Is it possible she was just trying to make sure she got through a TSA check quicker? Uh, airline officers instructed her she wouldn't find a way to journey in her present getup or lack thereof and requested her to depart. However, she refused. By the point a deputy arrived, Vergara had pulled on a gown. Nevertheless, it was too brief to cowl her genitals. And uh, he or she had no underwear on. Huh. Uh, she allegedly ignored orders to depart and scuffled with deputies, and she was taken into custody. <laughs> she was booked on fees of obscenity, resisting rest, battery of a police officer, easy battery remaining in the spot after being forbidden. Uh, she was being held in the county jail on $5,000 bond. It's going to be very interesting when people start really flying again. <laughs> yeah, right. Stuff like that. A Boston man led several police departments on a roughly 20-mile car chase through Massachusetts and New Hampshire on Thursday with his five children in the vehicle. It was around 11.42 a.m. Officers in Plaisto, New Hampshire, were told by the Haverhill Police Department in Massachusetts to look out for a blue Honda Odyssey. I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. <laughs> uh, police initially reported a man, 29-year-old Alpus, Alpalus Sliman, had thrown the woman from the car while in Massachusetts, but authorities later noted that the woman, identified as Sliman's wife, had actually jumped out of the vehicle. Oh. About 15 minutes after being told to be on alert for the Honda, a deputy saw the car traveling in the northbound lanes of Route 125. Authorities attempted to halt the minivan, but the car refused to stop. The sheriff's office said it was then told by uh, police that the incident was being live-streamed from inside the suspect's vehicle. Wow. In multiple videos, Sliman live stream on Facebook, 
Uh, people in his car can be heard crying and screaming. It was also picked up by Hulu. Asking the Boston man to stop the vehicle and telling him he's driving like a madman. You're driving a lot. You're driving a lot. <laughs> At one point, Sliman claimed his neighbors were spies. He also posted earlier Thursday morning, the coronavirus was man-made and former President John F. Kennedy faked his death. Uh, dispatchers was were, he going to visit him? were able to connect to the feed and advise deputies and officers that passengers in the vehicle were distressed uh, and needing help. Maybe he was headed that hey, way. Yeah, good to yeah. see you, Sliman. Yeah. Uh, stocks, stop sticks and uh, fire deflation, a tire deflation device were eventually deployed and blew out the Honda's tires. The vehicle still drove off the road, struck another car, and continued to flee. The pursuit continued at a low speed after that. The minivan was eventually boxed in by a car from the sheriff's office. After being trapped by police, the suspect rammed one of the cruisers with his vehicle. He was then accused of driving into a tree and finally came to a stop. By the time the chase was over, the suspect had driven nearly 20 miles through nine communities. Wow. Uh, Sliman was taken into custody without incident and brought to the county jail in Brentwood, New Hampshire for booking. The five children in his car were an eight-month-old, a one-year-old, two-year-old, five-year-old, and 13-year-old. They were all uninjured, and they were all his kids, by the way. I wonder what the hell they thought was going on. I don't know, but it seems like sometimes the crazy people reproduce like like crazy. Like crazy. Hey, kids, you want to go visit JFK? Right. Wow. Okay. So uh, he's going to jail, but he was live streaming the whole thing for everybody while he was doing it. He thought it was important. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. New Word of the Week prize. It is a Monday. We have a physique round uh, barbecue and fire pit kit to give away. And that is from our friends at Landis Block. So if you're interested in that, and who wouldn't be with this kind of weather, uh, make sure you're with us at the end of the program to get the first letter of the day, and then you'll be in it for the week. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. I hate Stevensinger.com. Are you ready for love and ready to get engaged? Then visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You guys like my new Visco Girl uh, water bottle? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. You got that. What like the stickers. These, what do you call these case? Uh, it's a hydro flask. Hydro flask. That's yeah. It, yeah. I like. Uh, well, I'm a little bummed that I'm not going to be able to watch you spill water on yourself every mm-hmm. single time you drank out of your other thermos. Not anymore. Did this you one. put those stickers on there, or, or they did. got it made? Okay. She 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 bought me a bunch of stickers. Okay, Rochelle did this for our anniversary, so she got me this. Uh, because uh, she has one, and I was admiring it. I'm like, that's really cool. So she got me one, then she bought me all these stickers. So I've got the Beatles, U2, Jimi Hendrix, the police. There wasn't a Rush sticker. What? Yeah, it didn't come, the the pack. I guess she bought a pack of rock stickers. And so I'm, I saved a big spot right here for no. uh, Rush. <laughs> I have to eventually find a Rush sticker. Is there a Rush sticker in your rock stickers package? <laughs> <laughs> No, sir. I'm sorry. We do have a Rush only package. By the way, Rush released a uh, a video. Uh, I think it was on Friday for uh, Spirit of Radio. Steve, it is so cool. It's animated. Yeah. And in the video, they feature a lot of radio personalities that were integral in getting them started as a band. Oh, a that's cool. DJs, and they they check them by name and everything. Showing them in the studio. It's really, it's a really cool tribute 
uh, number one to the band and and that song, but to to radio, radio. As, as a business and what it means to music. And I thought that was really a cool thing for them to do. Uh, and it's the well, 40th, this is in, in tandem to that uh, that uh, the box report. Set. Yeah, yeah. The the 40th anniversary of, of Permanent Ways, the album. So, uh, but they did this really cool thing and. Uh, it's. Yeah, I think we, we should have it on WMMR.com, the, uh, the video, if you haven't seen nice. it yet. I There's another it. cool video that was, um, uh, I believe it was released on Friday, of uh, a, he's a drummer. His name's Preston Elliott, and he, <laughs> and he released it, it. Did you release that on Friday? I did. did okay. It dropped, as they say in it the uh, vernacular. Separate ways? Friday. I did a cover of Journey's Separate Ways. And I've decided that so doing these these drum uh, play along videos they call them drum covers is kind of just a fun thing I'm doing on the side just for my own entertainment. It keeps you from going stark raving mad. Yeah, and and I'm really having fun. And this one I decided to do something rather than just a video of me playing drums. I have a, a little a little moment. And the more of these I make. And the better I'm getting at editing with yeah. uh, iMovie, yeah. I'm going to add things besides just me playing drums. I'll tell you what, it was a great surprise, and I loved it. You did? Yes. Excellent. Yes. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, that's up now. And play, if you wouldn't mind, I, I, now I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of becoming a YouTuber, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what I'm, so subscribe to my YouTube page, which is uh, it's just Preston Elliott, and you can you can do a search on Preston Elliott one T and Elliott. And uh, and subscribe to my YouTube page. I'm going to put out a new video like every two weeks uh, if you want to check that out. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Listen, it's I'm having easy. a great yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the video editing. I'm constantly calling Nick Murphy for tips and things like that and shortcuts and stuff. And, and he's giving me some ideas. But I'm doing all the editing myself. And... Uh, and none of my family helps me at all. <laughs> I'm where, all alone. Where is this? Where are you recording this? This is in my basement. Your basement. Okay. Yeah. It mm-hmm. looks cool down I there. I painted the walls and, yeah. and hung up curtains and made a little studio and got lights. Yeah, I like yeah. your uh, you. your setup there. You did a nice job with it. Thank you very much. I have so, big, yeah. Preston is probably the most talented of all of us, right? No. And Yeah, no, you are. I, is Maybe there, musically. And, well, is, can, is anybody in this room, and Marissa as well, uh, is anybody here as good at something as Preston is on drums? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. What? Have you seen me shop? <laughs> That's not really I've never actually no. witnessed it. So yeah, I don't I, know I everyone's don't know. hidden talents. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's something to look into. But anyhow, listen. Yeah, if you want to, and you can go to PrestonSteve.com, and there's a uh, a link to subscribe to my YouTube page if you would like to do that. Nick, you had the big climb over the weekend. You wanted to mention your... Yes, your, thank you. Uh, the uh, results from that. We did really well. I just want to thank everybody that participated and uh, give a special shout-out to uh, Bob Havens. Bob is a, a great guy, a, a loyal listener of the Preston and Steve Show on MMR, and Bob made these tags, these, like, dog tags. He's done them two years in a row, and it's just uh, Team Luke, and he sends them to me and my entire family. So thank you so much to Bob. And then I want to give some props to my brother, Josh, who, unbeknownst to everybody in the family, took it upon himself to climb a 14,000-foot mountain in Colorado as a part of his virtual big climb philly uh, my mom was thrilled that he went out and did that by himself <laughs> without anybody. but um kudos to josh because he was the individual that raised the most amount of money for uh lls wow. and the Le- uh, leukemia and lymphoma society so josh knocked it out of the park this year and uh, my girlfriend and i climbed mount misery in uh, in valley forge which was a lot of fun so people were able to do this virtual climb sort of wherever they wanted however they wanted uh, but Team Luke, Team Beasley did really well, and so thank you to everybody who was able to participate. We'll do it again Excellent. next year, Excellent. and uh, you know, like all these charities that have sort of had to take a bit of a hiatus, we'll 
come back bigger and better and stronger next year. Nice. Uh, hey, uh, as things are opening up, I got this email from uh, this guy that stays in contact with me, Jack Willard, over at the uh, the Battleship New Jersey. They're opening up today. Oh, that's uh, awesome. For tours. You can do limited self-guided tours of the exterior decks of the ship, so yet can't, another... Can't go internal yet? Not yet, yeah. uh, but they'll eventually get there, but it's it's nice out, so if you were looking for something to do outside... It's beautiful. It's a really cool thing to do. And also, I saw this, that uh, Atlantic City on Friday lifted the ban on drinking alcohol on the boardwalk. Yes, ah. you're allowed to. I saw that. Yeah, so you can do that, and that, they started that on Friday, so they're, they're looking to increase business and tourism... And uh, happiness, the, the casinos are closed. <laughs> Restaurants are not allowed to offer indoor dining, uh, but you can now drink on the boardwalk. I, I'd never tried to drink on the boardwalk, so I didn't know you couldn't drink on the boardwalk, but it makes sense, I guess. But yeah, hmm. what's the ETA on the casinos? Do they give any suggestion? I haven't read anything yet. Kathy, do you no, know anything? Uh, no, not certainly not in this uh, new phase that they're entering today, uh, the phase two. Uh, they, I do know that like they are working very closely with health officials on how exactly they can open it up. Because you figure it's such a huge space, common space, lots of people not only staying there, but also you know playing on all the machines. So uh, everything that I read is they're working closely with health officials. By the way, with the, the drinking on the boardwalk, um, the... Uh, drinks had to have been bought at a licensed establishment and be in cups with the name or logo of that place and cannot be larger than 16 ounces. So you can't bring your own yeah. okay. booze out onto the board. Well, you can't okay. bring your Visco Girl thing there? <laughs> I could. I just can't have booze in it. Oh, damn it. You know? Uh, you know, I was down the shore this weekend. I was on the beach for a little bit. And listen, there, there are definitely people on the beach and... From what I rocking out, rocking out, rocking and rolling and whatnot. I what I noticed was that uh, people were definitely keeping their distance and and not sitting right on top of each other. I, I see that to me, that's a standard. Yeah. I hate being bunched in. To, to me, it would be no different than whenever I go to the beach. I don't like being on top of. People. I kind of thought the exact same thing when they were talking about the beach, and I'm like. I, like, I wouldn't yeah. sit that closely next to anybody I anyway. I hate that. Now, granted, I was in Wildwood Crest, and the beach is gigantic there, and some of the beaches are, are a little bit more shallow. Like, uh, Ocean City is definitely not as as wide of a beach. Or, right. Um, but I also, I saw other pictures, and here's the deal. When you take a picture at ground level looking down the beach, it's going to look Absolutely mobbed, as if people are all, are all on top of each other. But as you were walking around, you you saw spacing. There's spacing, but like if, if I were did to you take bring a, a caliper with you to I make did sure? Not everybody... man, I left right. it at home. But if I if I were to take a picture, you know, you know, five and happy, five and happy, yeah. looking, it would look like people were sitting on. No, on you're top exactly of each other. right. A lot of times you'll see it's it's deceptive. Mm-hmm. You know. No, you're right. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're working on that. And, in fact, uh, Nick just pulled the story up. Yeah, the goal is to get Atlantic City casinos open by 4th of July weekend. So they, they all possible. There was a story about a company that was working extensively with casinos around the country, Preston, redesigning. I, I told you about it. The, uh, the like the, the blackjack table where right. there's actual, you know, a, a plexiglass uh, barriers between you and the person sitting next to you. And it's, yeah. it's all designed. Listen, they, they want that money coming in and they're going to do anything they can to make sure they follow the guidelines and get the people in there. I don't know if this video is real or not, but it looked real. Did you guys see the video of the guy at the slot machine smoking a cigarette? Yes. The cigarette was inside his mask. It was impressive. Did you see this? No. Oh, if you inside can find... his mask. I, yeah. How big is his mask? 
Uh, it's just a standard standard, standard mask. How are you doing that? Like, oh. So I, I guess he had like yeah. a cigarette, like kind of like popping out the side of his. Casey, I saw it on the on the, what is it Rex Chapman's uh, yes. Twitter feed? Yeah, yeah. And, and Rex, it's great content. And so, but it, the, the <laughs> caption was just something like "America is back, baby." It's like the Okay, so yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, that's how he's doing it, Case. Yeah. It's sticking out the side. He's still keeping his mouth covered. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, except for when he exhales, he pulls okay. down the mask, which that kind of defeats the entire purpose. Oh, it is kind of dumb. Yeah, though you can, and I told you, they have the masks now that have a little Velcro strip in the front. You pull it back. You could put a straw through. Yeah. And you could ostensibly put a lit cigarette in there. This guy also has three drinks in front of him at yeah. the uh, slot machine. And it's odd because he's clearly <laughs> some sort of athlete. You, you, know what's, you know what's weirder than seeing a guy smoke through? a mask like that is smoking inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just looking at a video of somebody smoking inside yeah. is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of where else you can smoke inside. Like Besides casinos? Besides, That's the strip, only place I know, right? Strip clubs. Yeah. Can you smoke inside strip clubs yeah. still? Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, anyhow, people... All the places where people go to work out. That's right. <laughs> when are they going to reopen? I mean, not that I'm Jones in to get club? to a strip club, but uh, I'm curious because, you yes, know... Yes, uh, my name is Nicholas. <laughs> I'm curious as to when you're going to open up and who your first celebrity strippers will be. <laughs> They're like, is that you again, Nick? Hi. No, 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 it's not me. It's not, I'm not Nick McElwain. No. You're checking in again? We never said a last No, name. no, no. My name is Casey McElwain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick Foster. I mean, Nick Foster. <laughs> I mean, Preston Romano. I <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought about strip clubs. It's got you know, Being I mean, like that. There's a yeah. lot of up and close business going on at a yeah. strip club, depending on the they have. They, though again, they will find a way. And they, they, the, some of the clubs were doing drive-through. You saw this. Yeah, yeah. They were driving through you from your car. <laughs> uh, you know, get your put the money out there, and it was just um, hey. And some some were doing food delivery too. The they were, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. That. Well, if they had an outside courtyard, would they be able to do it there? Yes. Okay. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. If they can um, do out, outdoor dining that way. That's a good question. And they... most strip clubs have lavish and l- beautiful courtyards. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> With running fountains and koi ponds and uh. the whole thing. It's always incredibly immaculate. Well, there the are... The topiary s- is just breathtaking. There are some clubs around here that actually have uh, decent parking. Uh, yeah. Cleverscale, unfortunately, does not uh, have the... Uh, they have, Del Rado, they, have, they have they have a ton of parking though. Yeah, yeah, they have. Well, they, well, they no. have a full lot across the street. Yeah, Bristol, across. okay, across. But it, well, they could send the strippers over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Bristol has a parking lot that they could maybe use. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, it's interesting case. I think um, I don't know if anybody else watched it, but the uh, the Dave Chappelle special, the comedy special that dropped last week on Netflix, right? His, it was outside, you know, and and so he did a comedy show, and people were socially distancing and had masks on and whatever, but you couldn't really hear. Uh, the audio of the people laughing at his jokes because of how, how we were and, set up. And a lot were still wearing masks. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so it was interesting. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it was still Chappelle, so yeah. it was still great, uh, although it wasn't necessarily very funny. It was a lot of social commentary. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I wonder if there will be more and more outdoor comedy specials, you know, because that's a place you can do it. Where For the time being, like we, well, we talked to, uh, who did we talk to last week? Florentine. Florentine yeah, talked about doing the, the drive-in yeah. thing, and then there was just a weird reaction, and when they would laugh, they would uh, acknowledge their enjoyment of the joke by honking their horns. Yep, yep. Speaking of, of cars and the pandemic and the residual effects of this, 
Uh, Hertz is going to be selling thousands mm. of used cars at discount prices from its fleet of some 700,000 vehicles. Did Hertz declare bankruptcy? They filed Chapter 11 yeah, yeah. on uh, May 22nd, and uh, delivery is free within 75 miles. Uh, they lost all revenue when uh, travel shut down in mid-March, and it cut uh, 12,000 workers. Would you buy put another 4,000 on furlough? Would I you, would. If you're in the market, would you buy a car from Hertz like that? Probably if, uh, yes. If uh, In fact, one of my first cars was a from a used car right. dealership. Uh, not a used car dealership, a, a, a rental car dealership. Okay. Because oh. um, you can get them cheap. Yeah. And, and the only concern is they've been driven home. Wear and tear. Yeah. yeah. Because right. we all know how we drive rental cars. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, how can you get to said uh, cars that are for sale? I don't know. Um, you will, you'll have to get in touch with Hertz and, and get the details. I don't have any. The password is Swordfish. But, uh, okay. but that is, um, that's a that's a good opportunity for those who might be looking for a car and, and are you know just maybe a, a lower uh, lower price for a decent model. What's well, the status of uh, the uh, the Wells Fargo? The lot was being used for excess rental cars. Good Do question. we know is that going to be turned into a used car lot at this point? <laughs> I don't know. They were still there at least two weeks ago. I think it was when were I they? By. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I'd be I, curious. Uh, well, so I was wondering about cars that uh, not necessarily appreciate with value, but like like a Jeep, for instance. Jeeps retain their value, you know, okay. for for a long time. So I was wondering if you know maybe if you were in the market for a Jeep uh, Wrangler, that is, if uh, you know, maybe getting if one you're from nasty, her, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, yeah, usually when. Uh... When I go to rent a car, Jeep is an option for mm-hmm. most uh, most companies, so they yeah. probably do have some for sale. I was looking uh, into <laughs> renting an RV um, for the summer and still looking into it, actually. And um, Has that uh, been productive? Yeah, there are there are, some places have shut down for rentals for the summer. Right. Um, and, uh, the business has been really good, I know. Yeah, it, it, but it's up and down. But a lot of people were, were suggesting that if I had the means, which I don't, but um, that you buy it. Yeah. Because the the resale market on uh, RVs right now is really hot, so you could buy it and then use it all summer and then resell it at the end of the summer and maybe even make a profit. I'm sure, like, it's only, you're only talking two or three straight work weeks of work. Yeah, and and I don't have uh, that much money to drop yeah. the possibility of of being able to sell it at the end of the summer. But it's an interesting prospect. Wow. What do they What do they go for? What What does a decent RV go for? If you want to get a new one, a nice yeah. new one, uh, you're going to spend at least fifty or sixty. But like you can you can get a good used one for the 10 to 20 range. Uh, a number of texts that are coming in similar to this one that says, buying around a car is like marrying the town whore. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has gotten to drive but, yeah. it's, but it's broken in. You have to remember yeah. that, too. Knows how to treat you right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Knows the tricks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but another, um, another effect of the pandemic, and it does have to do with transportation as well, is that uh, bike sales have gone way up. Yeah. In fact, huge. not, not that long ago, just a, a week or two ago, our um, uh, bicycle pump had broken, so I needed to go get a new one. Went into Walmart because it was one of the few places it was open. All of the bikes, every and they've got big bike racks there, all of them. All every gone. single one gone. of them gone. No pumps, nothing. No All kidding. that stuff was just completely sold out. You, you know, I think the ride share, the bike <laughs> share company in the city is doubling. I think the amount of bikes. Wow. No yeah, I think because that's become that's 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 a thing. Uh, you guys have bikes, don't you? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah I do. Great. I actually need a bike shop because uh, Jace's brakes don't work on his bike, so I need to go. Hey, he doesn't need this. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Neighborhood bra- I, uh, Bike Works, Kathy. You oh. actually had a, a, a news oh, story, story about them. Yeah, yeah. You had a news story about them. They're a great place. They do uh, work in West Philly. Uh, they really support the community. It's a good charity organization. And uh, Neighborhood Bike Works, they're right off of uh, Route 30, Lancaster Avenue in um, in West Philly. Okay. I, can, I can do it as well, Kath. And, or Casey. You need, you need the brakes well, tightened. I took, I, I what I was going to say is I took, took it to a bike shop, and the guy was like, uh, he tested it out, and he's like, I couldn't figure it out. He, he played around with the, the brake and the brake pads and all this, and he was like, yeah, he was like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not oh, kidding you. Right? Me, me, if we like, can't fix your bike, then, uh, you me, know, what the hell? Meaning I can't fix it or they 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 work fine? and No, he couldn't fix it. He didn't know. And I was like, well, do you think maybe we need new brake pads? or Like, it's a new bike, so it came this I way. I tell you what, Missy, you should probably take this to a bicycle repair place. Yeah. That's what you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steve, I was, I just, and I stood there and I didn't move and I just yeah. looked at him and he was like, uh... Let me try one more thing. And they tried. And he was like, yeah. He's like, sorry, I, I don't know. And I'm like, so I said, well, do you have brake pads? And he's like, no. I was like, I'm going to try somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't recommend. I'm going to yeah. try another bike shop that might have brake pads. What kind of an answer is that? He didn't He didn't I, recommend, like, even saying, nothing. look, you need a new bike. This thing's, you can't fix it. He didn't, he just was like, I don't know. <laughs> Preston, I think I bothered his lunch. Oh, okay. And oh, he yeah. was not, he, he didn't, he literally, I'm not kidding you. He went, yeah, I don't know. You know, Nick Nick was telling the story last week. He got amazing customer service at uh, Best Buy in Plymouth Meeting. We yeah. were talking about it. What was the woman's name? Lala. Lala said yeah. she was even called the management to tell them what a great job she was. I had the opposite. I like Kathy. I called for a certain product repair. I called a place that was nearby my house. You would have thought that I just ruined this guy's day by asking if they were open. open. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going there. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not wow. gonna go. I guess. I guess it's uh, times are great, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you yeah. don't yeah. need the business. Right. <laughs> Come on. Um, all right. So, Kath, the problem with the so, do, do you have Callahan brake pads? First of all, oh, shut <laughs> up. No. Uh, <laughs> um, they're really the, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're really awesome. Like, yeah, I suppose yeah. you're riding along. Uh, no, is are the um, is the brake pad? Are they rubbing against the wheel? Is it not? capturing the wheel like yes. what is it's the actual not problem? capturing the wheel it's moving like it, it looks as though it would capture the wheel and it is touching the wheel but i guess it doesn't I, have enough pressure i guess i don't know but like i said this is like a new bike it, it we the, he got the bike in october but hasn't ridden it because now he's just big enough to ride it so right. I, case i have no idea i don't know anything about this that's why i took it to the bike shop to get it fixed. Who said, yeah, I don't know. Case your bike, dude. He rode 31 miles this weekend. I, I did. 31 my, on one ride. On one ride. Yep, he's, he's in my hiney hurts. One fish concert. <laughs> Marissa? Well, just to counter on Kathy, I have to thank uh, the guy at Frankenstein Bike Works because I brought my bike. <laughs> Seriously? Brake pad. Does it capture wheel? You're not going to get through this story. You I know, know that, right? I did it on Go to Wolfman. <laughs> so how, how did, did I, they help you out? I, yeah, I had popped my front tire off so I could fit it in my car. <laughs> and when I put it on, I could not get my front brakes uh, reattached. Uh, 
<laughs> and so I literally, I just like walked it over to his bike shop. There, he was the only bike shop open in the city near me. And uh, the guy was helping out another guy, like doing tires and all sorts of stuff that like scares the crap out of me with bikes. And I was like, I can't attach these. And he kind of looked over. He's like, all right, I'll be with you in a second. And I was standing there and he was still working on it. And he just comes over and he like fixes, attaches it in like two seconds. He's like, have a good day. Welcome Thank you. to <laughs> <laughs> he rips the frame in half. Uh, his bare hands. Break pad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So bikes, bikes are flying off the shelves right now. Uh, and you know what else is? Categories. You can't find it freaking anywhere. Categories. <laughs> yes. You got to target like so many times, and like at one point they even took the the categories label off of the shelf. They're like, dude, because this idiot keeps coming in and asking for it, and he's like, I don't know what the hell the story is with this guy. Order he's got it. spray painted feet. Order it. You can't. What do you mean you can't? You can't. Can. It's, it's, it's out it's of sold stock out everywhere. Yes. Okay, Amazon. Unless you want to spend like fifty bucks on it. Uh-huh. Right. They I actually, the unless price. you want to work forty hours. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the game enough, get it. I put it in the beginning of the quarantine. I put it in my cart and uh, on Amazon, and my wife is like, "Nope." And took it out of the cart because it was like forty-four bucks on Amazon. This is where you got to lay down the law. You got to say, "Woman, I needs my categories." There was and an anniversary uh, anniversary edition for $78, Casey. I just saw it <laughs> there if you want. That seems worth it. Uh, winning Moves Scattergories 30th Anniversary Edition, $78.99. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. For a board game. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I'm going to go back to the rental car thing because <laughs> Eddie um, was an employee at Hertz and says, can answer your used car questions, your used rental car questions. Hey, Eddie. <laughs> How you doing, Eddie? <laughs> Good morning, you guys rock. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, what should should people ever buy a uh, a used rental car? Well, I'll start with this. I was an employee for a couple of years. I won't give out the location, but I was in their sales department, so I was selling the used cars to the public. Um, overall, they are good cars based on the manufacturer that you get them from. Just like anywhere else, certain manufacturers are going to be better than other ones, and they're going to hold up better to that. Like you said earlier, the wear and tear and the beating one that some of them do get. The biggest thing I want to, you know, warn people is that uh, when I was working there, at least, Hertz was a self-insured company. So when if you would get into a fender bender or an accident in that vehicle, and the police were not called, Hertz would take that vehicle back, fix it itself, and it would not show up on any auto check or any. Oh, okay. Um, any kind of um, repair thing. So when you're looking at the car, it'll look brand new and used. But when you look at it internally, you realize that that car has been hit. That car has been rear-ended. That car has been hit on the side. And they oh, fixed wow. It. Eddie, would that, be, would that be the same for other companies as well, or is Hertz the anomaly? Well, no. Well, because Hertz being self-insured, when you get a Hertz rental car and you buy the insurance and stuff from them, you're not going through your own insurance company, which right. you're required to by law to report any accidents. Right, but what With Steve Hertz, is asking, do do other rental companies do the same thing? Uh, I'm not positive. I can't speak on either Enterprise or Avis on that, but I know just, you know, Hertz itself, is, okay. they don't technically have to tell you that it was an accident because they don't report it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm no longer working for them. They also did some shady things during the pandemic trying to get us back in before Waivers were allowed in PA, trying to sneak us in to sell cars and whatnot. Uh, well, let, actually, let me ask you. Let me ask you a quick question on, on the sales. Do they? Is there? Is there like a, 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 a like a fifty point inspection or something that they're by law required to 
pass, or how do they how do they make the cars sellable if they've been through all this wear and tear? They do perform a uh, checkpoint, um, you know, a, a check inspection. Now, yeah, that's uh, a car. After that <laughs> is that they do put, you know, it is performed by Pep Boys, which is also owned by the same company who owned Hertz. All right. So, if that gives you any kind of idea of, uh, you know, and right now since they're trying to get them off the shelves to liquidate, I'd be a little nervous in return, you know, in regards to. Uh, how quickly they're performing these checklists. All right. All right. All right. Just a word of advice. Setting. Appreciate it. No problem. Eddie's opinion. So, um, but Frankenstein, maybe he's, he moved over to the bike shop now. <laughs> he has to work at Hertz. What gonna take to put you in car? Yes. <laughs> Let Frankenstein talk manager. Frankenstein. Used car salesman. <laughs> wow. I okay. throw in undercoating. Yeah. Uh, one last thing that does have to do, we, we were kind of in Corona Corner. I didn't realize oh, that. Ah. Corona Activities, actually. So, Corona uh, Activities! COVID-19! <laughs> I miss him. I do, too. We need a new video. We need a new video yeah, of Maybe him he can fart the virus away. Talking about uh, anything. It can be planes or COVID-19. Right COVID-19! Uh, Chuck E. Cheese has been closed for months and now locations may never reopen. On Friday, the brand behind the chain, uh, CEC Entertainment announced it's nearly $1 billion in debt. God almighty. And is attempting to get a loan to keep the business afloat. Those places are still popular and there's a lot of jobs I'd hate to see. Hate to see them go away. A lot of times, easy, it's an easy go-to for yeah. little kids. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. if you want to fight your neighbors at a birthday party, this is the best way to do it. <laughs> we talked about uh, we talked about it a while back. The one in Oaks, remember, was uh, it had changed its name for online deliveries to like Luigi's or yeah, something right. like that. Right. Or I forgot what the name was. Yeah. So you, people were buying pizza yeah, and right. not realizing it was coming from Chuck E. Cheese. And the pizza's not bad. At Chuck it is e. not bad at all. It's not I bad. like it. Uh, I, but I, there are better places, I think, for for kids' birthday parties than Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, there was um, like a place. Ralph in... E. Rat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I listen. I, I um, the where one you that you were talking uh, where I, uh, there's a place called Oasis that I think is oh, like strip club. I've been there in a long time. No, it <laughs> was yes. a strip club, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. It was. yeah. Still is. <laughs> I think is they that where they're nice totally little... naked. Uh, no, no, they're that's no. daydreams. That's daydreams and yeah, show on, and tell. Right. It's a it's children's place. You can't. Right. You can't be, you can't be showing them the hash. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but now they have a sense of decorum. They also have you know uh, like trampoline places and stuff. Yeah, yeah. we got trampolines yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think Chuck E. Cheese is pretty inexpensive. And uh, uh, we did two birthday parties in a row there. For Ben, like a seven and eight or whatever, yeah, back to back birthday parties, you know, two, oh, year, two years in a row because that's what he wanted, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he wanted, and it made him happy. It was the one in Berwyn, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that they're closing, but like at this, maybe they could close temporarily and then reorganize well, and come back. A lot of times, that's what this is the process is about. It's about when they declare bankruptcy, they're, they're trying to hold on to the business, yeah. right? What does that place in Berwyn have to do? Like they have the video games. What yeah. what other activities do well, they have? Well, you can have? get into the uh, to that spinny golden ticket right, thing and, and, and that's win. for the birthday boy, right? Yeah, and you win at least a thousand tickets <laughs> to buy some crap. Um, yeah, but uh, no, nah, I don't know. Just a ton of video games, uh, the basketball, you know, the the like uh, the pop a shot. Yeah, uh, um, it, ticket games. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing extraordinary. That that's what I'm saying, and and this isn't like a knock on your son's birthday party or anything like that. But I was just like, um, there are other places. Why that, two years in a row? 
Well, he wanted that. He wanted yeah, that no, golden I mean, ticket terribly I bad. Like I remember. Yeah. And listen, I know why he went there. He wanted to go to that booth. Yeah. Like he didn't care about anything else no. except for that booth. He wanted uh-huh. to go to that booth and he wanted to win the golden ticket. Yeah. And he finally did it, and, and he, he never it. went back. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he accomplished his goal. He turned eight. He got the golden ticket. and He walked away. And, and I it was like the natural. It, it was like a Saturday morning. Yes. I, yeah, we I, had to rent it from like 10 a.m. to noon or something like you that. Because me, you're like, this is awful. When I was a kid, the big birthday thing to have your party uh, the, at was a was a pizza place. It was called Shakey's. Shakey's. Yes. The big deal was is the birthday kid got to make their own pizza. No. Wow. Yeah, you got to go behind the counter, Ooh. and everybody would gather around and watch as you spoon the sauce out there. And did it, and it was a big <laughs> deal. Frankenstein <laughs> It was a big deal. Or pizza. Uh, for you to get to make your own pizza at the pizza shop. Shakey's, God. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. So we do, yeah, didn't have any animatronic things. No. Or games or none of that stuff. We had Celebration Station, which, you know, ironically now is a Chuck E. Cheese, but that thing had like. It had a fun house to crawl through, and it had a, a ball pit, and, and you know, in, in addition to those like video games. And then there was another place called Circus Town, and that fun house was insanely fun to play in. Like, I mean, actually, you know, uh, looking back, I'm a little bit dangerous <laughs> <laughs> um, because they had like little nooks and crannies that like nobody could get. You're going to jump into kids. the broken glass pit? <laughs> yeah, um, I know some of them are dangerous, but but I mean. And Oasis, this place I'm talking about, I, they, Steve, they have this inc- insane jungle gym thing that you go through, and then they have these like Nerf, like powered um, ball guns, like cannons. You can yeah. fire on each other. Like, wow, they, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> it sounds like so much fun. Uh, they had the, they had the those uh, cannons at a place called Giggleberry Farm, which is out in uh, kind of near New Hope. That Giggleberry, like, yeah, Giggleberry ah. Farm, yeah. But That's just uh, a fun sounding name. Uh, and it, it was this big area. Yeah, where could... Giggleberry Farm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, we giggle all day long, all day night. Giggle to the break of light, whatever. What do you want? <laughs> Welcome to Giggleberry. Yeah, I'm giggling right now. What do you want? <laughs> no. Yeah, Giggleberry Farm. What do you want? No. You're looking for Chuckle City. <laughs> no, that's Titter Tavern. <laughs> Giggleberry Farm. Giggleberry Farm. What do you want? Giggle all day. We yeah. giggle all night. <laughs> Yeah, Giggleberry Farm, what do you want? We're giggling right now. Yeah. Listen, I'm having lunch. What do you want? Can I guarantee you'll giggle? No, I can guarantee I'm going to put my foot up your ass. <laughs> but they had the they had the the guns that would shoot those balls. Yes. And yeah, we just have real guns. <laughs> and even as an adult, I took my kids there. I'm like, I'm going to get on this thing, this yes. machine gun thing and shoot for a while. I tell you what, though, well, you know, when you have access to a real theme park with the theme parks opening up, when when is um, Six Flags oh, I don't scheduled? Know. I mean, it's probably the oh. same same timetable as uh, the, the casinos. casinos. I don't know, but I did see this other thing that has to do with um, Florida and you know the Orlando theme parks opening back up. Of course, Universal opened up, you know, Disney opened up as well. But there's something interesting if you are coming in from New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. 
Uh, there is there's a mandated <clears throat> fourteen day self quarantine. Call it giggle prison. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So hold on. You quarantine before you go <clears throat> yeah. to Disney. You're coming or- into. You're coming in from hot spots. If you come in, you have to quarantine yourself in the state for fourteen days before in you Florida. Go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it so says, you basically have to go for three weeks, yeah. two to quarantine, one to enjoy it. All persons isolating or quarantining will be responsible for all costs associated with their isolation or quarantine. This includes transportation, lodging, food, medical care, and other expenses to sustain the individual. They're basically the, saying you can, if you live you in these go. states, you can't come yeah. here. One thing I do, I wonder though, what if you are in, uh, tested once you get there? Will uh, do they have any sort of? Caveat for uh, a test just prior to going into the park. I don't think so. Huh. Um, yeah. Well, there's those... always Giggle Farm. Giggleberry Farm? Giggleberry yeah. Farm. They, those who fail to participate in the mandatory quarantine may face $500 or $60, uh, 60 days in jail. Your question is, is there actually a Giggleberry F you? <laughs> uh, how long the quarantine policy will remain in effect is unclear, despite more and more attractions in the state. Reopening to tourism, so I have to wait and see. What outside of Universal and Sea World and um, Disney World is? What are the What are the other? They have they have smaller but still pretty cool things in Orlando. Outside of that, there was I saw a few as we were yeah, driving you around. Can see yeah, the, the attractions off like, in the distance, like big coasters and stuff. Yeah, there's one. There's one in particular that has all of those like slingshot type things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they advertise it's way less expensive and still a lot of thrill rides. Uh, and there's also a lot of smaller. Um, not nearly on the level of uh, of full on theme parks, but still smaller entertainment amusement parks mm-hmm. yeah. for you to go to. Right, they're, they're all over the freaking they place been... in Orlando. Uh, well, in Orlando, yeah, there's a Bush Gardens in Tampa, <clears throat> right? Yes. Yep, I love Bush Gardens. Tampa. Yeah, but there uh, we went to. I mean, they even have things like Steve. There was a um, like a, a, a pirate almost. Um, like uh, medieval times, but, but ah, pirate theme. Right, right. Uh, we took our family and went to that. So there's, you can just find stuff. There's, there may be a Giggleberry Farm there. I don't know. I have no idea. We're looking at, is that Giggleberry Fair? Giggleberry Fair. It's the Fair, Giggleberry yeah. Fair. fair. They, are, uh, they are not open. No, currently. you're looking for Giggleberry Fair. This is Giggleberry Farm. Leave us alone. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, Hershey Park is opening on July 3rd, I believe. Really? Yeah. They just announced it. <laughs> Do you want to go? I may want to go. Yes. What's the so half? I assume half oh, capacity. Right? I, I don't know. So, and I mean, only people under five feet tall. I mean, there's something. I, I didn't read all of the details. Right. I just got the email that they were opening. I want to be Hershey Park happy. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you're Hershey Park. I'm sad. Hershey Park. Sad. <laughs> no, Hershey well, Park. It's only semi sweet now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No Hershey Park sad, bro. <laughs> I'm wearing my no sad brochure. I saw that. You it looks are. great on you, by the way. Thank you. Uh, let me see here. Kevin wants to mention something. Let me go to him. Hey, Kevin, good morning. You guys rock. <laughs> Thanks, bud. What's up? Hey, uh, people from South Jersey probably remember it. Um, there Years ago, there was a place called Totally Tubular. And <laughs> totally Tubular? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what is it? What was it? It was basically, it was uh, not a Chuck E. Cheese, but, you know, you could go there, have your birthday party and everything, and it was all the tubes and, uh, uh, you know, the ball pits and everything else. It was like a habit trail for kids? 
Exactly. Perfect. And with the Frank Zappa so theme. <laughs> oh, and it's so fun to try to get your daughter to come out of it. Oh. <laughs> My daughter was short enough that it was time to come out, and I'm like, it's time to come out, and she basically bent a little bit and ran through the tubes. Mm-hmm. Of course. So you have a large guy crawling through the tubes for about a half an hour. Soaked with sweat, trying to grab your daughter, and she's just laughing because she thinks it's a big game. Kevin, I, I when my kids were little, I remember the same thing. Those habit trail type play play, even oh. like McDonald's and oh, some yeah. places will have those. And it's time to go, uh-huh. and they don't oh. get it. God damn it! I got to go up. All right, I take my shoes oh, off, and, and I got to go up in there. In ten seconds, we're flooding totally tubular with nerve gas. Yes. <laughs> Totally tubular will be flooded with nerve gas. Yeah, that's what you hope for. Yeah. The, uh, exactly. All right, thanks, Kevin. The Fanatic Enjoy Fun guys. Zone at the ballpark uh, is notorious for oh, kids yeah. going in there. And I remember Ben went in probably like five or six years old, and he was wearing a uh, Chase Utley shirt. Oh, and he just No, you see, like, there are no other kids wearing a Chase Utley shirt. And he went in, and I like it was just like, all right, well, maybe I'll see my kid again. Maybe I never will see him again. And you don't get to see any of the game. No. Cut, cut to like eight years later, <laughs> right. a kid comes sliding out with a, like a mustache right. down, full beard. Yeah, yeah. Where and am I? The water park in uh, it, like in the bay in Ocean City is called Totally Tubular. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that what you have a picture of here, Nick? I think so. Yeah. It looks, okay. It looks pretty cool. I've seen that before. Yeah, we, similar... we did that last year. Okay. It, it is pretty cool. All right. It looks like the place in um, Stone Harbor. Stone Harbor, yep. Yeah. So it's next to Chuckle Choo Choo. Here, Marissa got the information on Hershey Park. It opens on uh, July 3rd. Season pass holders will be allowed exclusively into the park on July 1st and 2nd. Uh-huh. Wow, that's good. Pretty cool little perk. That is good, yeah. Next to empty, and you can get on the rides real quick. Uh, and it, it says, Candemonium will make its debut when the park reopens. The cur- coaster is the park's tallest Fastest, longest, and sweetest coaster coaster at Hershey Park. Really, their tallest, fastest, and longest. So that's they must have they must have been working. Yeah, while they were closed. Candemonium, you said. Yeah, yeah it says. So uh, what? What is? Is it? Is it a? Um... It says the hyper coaster reaches two hundred and ten feet tall and travels at a maximum speed of seventy six miles per hour. Wow. The track is uh, four thousand six hundred thirty six feet and boasts the most airtime of any coaster at Hershey Park. Yeah. Well, you know, Hershey huh. did like a whole expansion that was supposed to reopen in the spring. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. Okay, so we're looking at uh, we're looking at a rendering of it. Candemonium. Yeah, candemonium. That I, I thought it was like as in can. What are you sitting like a no candemonium? Okay. Uh, so Sky Rush was the one that was the last one that opened up. Remember, we were broadcasting yeah. right at the base of that. I that wonder, was awesome. I wonder if that is still open or if they repurposed yeah. it to be this. It is still open. Yep, that's a good roller coaster. It is. Yeah. That okay. All right, we're looking at a rendering of the ride here. I always love these things. So how it's the tallest, tallest the, and fastest and longest uh, at the park. How so, long? How long? Uh 4636 feet. Miles. So not quite a mile. <laughs> Throwing um, up at the end of it. <laughs> but still, 76 miles an hour. All right, cool. Nice. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, so that okay. Candymonium. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kenobleberry just... Farm, right? <laughs> Knobles just never closed. They're just like, yeah, screw it. We're staying open the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Knobles, oh, really? Yeah. Knobles. <laughs> All right. Um, there, there's a pandemic? We need to take a break. So here you go. Ah, candy ammonium. It's your favorite. Uh, we are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So make sure that you stay close, my friends. 
The President and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Earlier this morning uh, in the entertainment report was talking about uh, Kelly Clarkson and uh, she and her hubby are splitting up. They're going to divorce. Yeah. And then Steve made an observation that, uh, well, they're going to have to decide who gets the friends. Right. How they're going to divide that up. And uh, then, then or Casey started thinking out loud <laughs> of how the majority of people would go to his wife and not him. He said, you came up with two people, Mike and Jeff. I think Jeff and Mike would be the only friends that I would get. That you would get in, in, the, uh, yeah. in the split if that were to happen. Yeah. Wow. And it's a little sobering when you stop and think about it. You yeah. you figured, you kind of took a quick run at it as you were breaking it down, and you came up with just a couple yourself, right? Yeah, uh, I would say the majority of people would, would definitely go with Rochelle, and I'd, I'd, I'd lose. <laughs> There's one or two that I'd hang on to. Oh, man. Uh, and they're people uh-huh. that she doesn't talk to much, so yeah. Well, I think that we could all say... That we would have to all stick. We we'd all have each other's backs. Yes, I, this group right yeah. here, us, we would all have to remain friends yeah. because the same thing would happen with you. You'd lose most of Bubba, right? You, to to your yeah, husband. You, you couldn't you couldn't pick uh, the spouse. If, if you're sitting in this room, there's no way you could go with the your coworker's spouse. Right, we would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. So Claire has there. There are a lot that would go with Claire. I would get. Dr. Mike. Um, uh, though he You'd would, get Dr. Mike? Yeah. Though oh, he, that's good. He, though he, I don't know he, if he, I'd he, get Dr. Mike or not. He well, might he, go with Rochelle. Oh. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a, he's nah, a he BFF can. status right now. So he's, he's um, I would have to say, uh, but he loves Claire. It'd be tough, mm-hmm. but I would have to forbid him from providing her yes. any medical care. You would, you would have yeah. to put your foot yeah. down on that one. <laughs> I, would, I would agree. I mean, if it was an acrimonious divorce, but, but uh, you know. Yeah. By the way, who all here has been divorced? Show of hands, please. Uh, oh, we have one. It's one. weird when it happens because um, <laughs> you make friends during the course of the marriage and, of course, people that you really care about. And then when the, the divorce happens, uh, it's not that you don't care about them anymore. It's just like uh, it, it's just sort of there's this separation. You're like, oh, that person's not in my life anymore. And, and the, yeah. it's an odd thing because. Uh, I mean, it's not even spoken. It's just, it's, just, it's a natural it's, migration, right? And of course, like the friend of the wife will defend the wife. During, you yeah. Know, and then, like, yeah. So you, you rely on your friends to help you get through your divorce. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty fortunate and there's not a lot of acrimony. Um, so I hope yeah. <laughs> that those friends don't hate me now. But, uh, but you never know. You never know what they're saying behind your back. Um, but it's just it's like losing uh, a sibling too, because you know m- my ex-wife has a, a sister, and that person was my life. She was my sister-in-law. She's no longer my sister-in-law. You know, so things like that happen that you don't really expect when you get divorced. Yeah, I wonder, and maybe some divorced people may be able to chime in on this. If <clears throat> when this was happening, you you knew that the the friend you know going to split the friends thing, that it was you know uh, eventual. It was it was inevitable. But you were you did you were like I thought they were going to go with me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sure. I, I, I mean, come on. It was a given that, you know, Joe was going to be my bud and I'm he sure went the other happened. way. Can you call it? Can you be like, I got Preston. Yeah, like dips. Well, yeah. I was wondering if that was if that's an actual conversation that happens at some point where you're both sort of 50-50. You don't even get to call it, though. Yeah, I know, Steve, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying like if yeah, you, if, maybe. you know... The other people make the decision. The other yeah, people yeah. make yeah. the decision. Right, right, yeah, there, right. there was yeah. a there was a set. It was a college friends, and they they went with her. And I was like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> you I knew me? you first. So your your college friends a lot. A number of your college friends went with uh, her. two. Not a number. Let's okay. let's get yeah. 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 two college friends, uh, and they're married. 
they decided to stick with her instead of me. Wow. Like, wow that's Your right. college friends? Yes. And you guys didn't go to college together. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that had to have stung a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But listen, she's a pretty great person, so I get it. You know, yeah, they yeah. decided to uh, to follow her. And I was like, all right, well, sometimes these happens. I don't well, think I got any of hers, though. Nobody, nobody, nobody jumped to the Nick camp. No, no, no. no. no one jumped wow. wow. <laughs> well, wow. I had a little bit of a relationship with Melissa after you guys got divorced, but you knew about it. Like, I would, yeah. anytime I talked to her, I saw her. You guys you, all did. I mean, you it, would know. Yeah, that means, you know, our work, sp- our, our spouses um, and, and boyfriends and girlfriends and whatever, like, they become a part of the de facto family. So it's not like, you know, Steve, I could text Claire. I texted Rochelle yeah. over the weekend. And it's one of those things where, like, you're still friends with those people. Um, and when that goes away, you have to adapt. You know, the, the person left behind has to adapt. And you them. said your friendship with Kathy was predicated on her giving you constant updates about her interactions with your ex, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's why I text yeah. her husband currently. <laughs> I'm, I'm setting the seeds. <laughs> yeah. That would be, it'd be, I assume it's a sobering thing. Yes. Oh, there's I, so I many. assume it's a sobering thing when you, and also, but also the, the conundrum of being the person who's, who's going to have to make the decision because it's not even, you're not just saying, I now hate you. You're just simply saying, I'm not going to actively socialize with you, you know, because that's really how it morphs. I assume that's how it morphs. Right. Yeah. Because it happens in, in, uh, in, in with less gravity in, in just friendships or there, when you're dating. There's an entire episode to- of, of Curb Your Enthusiasm where most of Larry's friends decide they're going to go with Cheryl. <laughs> and so, like, Ted Danson and Mary Steenberg, and they all go with Cheryl, and, and uh, Super Dave, he goes with Cheryl. And it's just it's one of these things where you're like, yeah, I kind of get it. Nobody really wants to hang out with Larry afterwards. <laughs> you know what, Steve? I also was thinking about whether or not, um, like, if you have a group of friends, yeah. whether that informs your decision where, like, you, all right, so suppose I wanted to go with with Nick in the divorce and but everybody else is like no you're not allowed to if you want to be friends with the rest so of us you have to you, you, you know yeah you end up getting shunned by that group mm-hmm. i wonder if if it's i wonder if you also can start laying the groundwork early prior to you you're thinking okay we're probably going to get split at some point so i better start sucking up to the friend base <laughs> now number I, of texts coming in i'm sorry to interrupt Kathy this one says my parents got divorced and i realized then my dad doesn't actually have any friends. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. See, that's sad. Uh, so many times, though, it is the the at least, and it's it's quite common where it's the wife who's really conducting the social interactions for mm-hmm. the, the planning couple. Yeah. and the calendar. And right. I think it has to do with uh, who moves away. You right. Know, if somebody stays, say, in a neighborhood, then you're going to likely stay friends with those people. Uh, I had a friend of mine who, so they got divorced and. Um, the husband, the ex-husband moved across the street from our other friend. And so she was like devastated because she, you know, you have your neighborhood friends. And right, she yeah. was like, well, now you guys are going to be friends with him and I'm not going to be able to come over. And they, you know, assured her, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. happen. No, what happened was uh, the sale actually fell through and he didn't move you know, across ah, the street. Oh. And she was like, it would have been good. I understand he's a Nazi. I'm going <laughs> to say. Nazis <laughs> again? No, yeah. I'm not going to say. I didn't even think of that. She probably <laughs> ruined the sale of the house. Um, you mentioned, Steve, that uh, a lot of times the, the woman in the relationship, uh, you know, it depends on uh, how busy they are, if they're working full time right. or not, will we'll end up handling the social calendar and therefore a lot of the contacts. And I swear, man, if, if I am surprised at this point that Rochelle hasn't just turned around and punched me in the face, if I have to say one more time, 
Who are you talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> who is this? Yeah. Who, whose house are we going over to? What are their kids' names? Okay, how do we know them? I mean, she has to like oh, prep you on the way over, and not only that, multiple times. It's you know, it's, it's just terrible. It's who like it's like yeah, in uh, the Devil Wears Prada. This is the this is Senator yes. Clavin and his <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Is there somebody yeah. he has two children and one is in, goes to yeah. Stanford? Uh-huh. I got an email. Uh, actually, somebody commented on on an Instagram post of mine over the weekend, and he's going through a divorce right now. And he uh, his wife was his best friend, and so and he he was sort of lamenting. He's like, "How do you get through it? What do you do?" And and the honest to God's truth is. It's it's one day at a time. Like you have to just do your best to keep your chin up, and then get through one day, and then get to the next. Because it, it there are so many aspects of divorce that suck. And when you lean on a friend, and then you lose that friend because you're going through the divorce, like there are these ripple effects. Um, Nick, I, I can't listen to this anymore. I prefer your your ex. I, like, what? <laughs> Seriously? And they're like, oh, we can't have conversations anymore. I no. didn't know that that was going to happen. But Here's, I've been sending information to her. <laughs> Here's a tech, uh, text that says, my Facebook memories today are from Disney with my friends from three years ago. They stayed friends with the ex-wife, haven't heard from them, never hear from them anymore. Yeah. And is is it when you're in that situation? Is it best to just cut it off because you? I mean, yes, yeah, right, yeah, because there's no there's no happy medium. If they you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And if they want to reconnect with you, they will. And otherwise, you just got to say goodbye. Yeah. And, and Facebook memories for stuff like that. Fuck. Yeah. Those well, things creep back up and you're like, oh, oh yeah, that was, that was a happy day with a person yeah. that's no longer in my life. I, loved, I love you so much. <laughs> what a shiny, happy looking group of people. Yeah. yeah. You know? Forever. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Say la vie. But um, yeah, I guess it, you know, you. And I would imagine, more often than not, it's just an unspoken language of we're not hanging out anymore. You know what I mean? I would yeah. hate Nobody to be the... says, by the way, I won't be talking to you anymore. You know? Imagine being the recipient of a formal declaration. Uh, Nick, the reason we called you here today <laughs> yeah. is to tell you our friendship will now be with your, uh, your ex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it has to suck for people who made a bulk of their friends together. Like, for yeah. instance, like high school or college sweethearts Yeah, that, you know, for, you know, my wife and I, we, we didn't get together until, you know, 20 years ago. And at that point, you know, basically my friends then are my friends now. Um, and so if you went through life getting all these friends together, then there really has to be. That'll be be tough. You're right. That's like Rochelle and I, this, this chapter, the biggest chapter of our lives has been here, but we came together on a journey. Mm-hmm. And and we never, you know, before, the, those people that we were friends with are, are from a time and a place ago and away. And Dude, so it all I'd be screwed. <laughs> oh, be screwed. Hang on a second. You're going to die know, alone. You don't even know your friend's name. <laughs> definitely not picking you. Preston. I need to go to Giggle City. <laughs> Giggleberry Fair. Giggleberry yes. Fair. I can't even get it right. Who gets Will and Lori? That's a hard one, man. I guess uh, th- yeah. you get Will. Maybe maybe there would be a divorce there. You get Will, and she gets Lori. I, we would. Put, I would push for those two to get divorced <laughs> so that we could hang on. That happens, by the no, way. No, that would hurt. That, that does happen. It can be like a, a carcinogen in, in a in a if one member of a longstanding group, a collective of friends, gets divorced. It has happened. They will agitate for divorces mm-hmm. in other couples in that group. Yeah, the little it's divorce a known club. phenomenon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let me go to Steve. Hey, Steve, good morning. Gadzooks. 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 What's up, bud? Hey, what's going on? 
Uh, I got divorced, uh, geez, 10 years ago. And I got most of her friends, because she had him before me, and a couple of her siblings. How did but that I, happen? I'm just a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a great guy. <laughs> I I've seen the sibling thing actually happen. Um, wow! With, yeah. yeah, they side with the uh, with, with the the ex. Yeah, because uh, the 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 sibling was such a, a douchebag in the relationship that they're like, you you messed that up. Man. Yeah, I've seen that too. You know what I mean? It's what was that your case, Steve? It wasn't my it, yeah. It wasn't my choice to get divorced. So it was uh, you know a lot of people thought it was a douche move. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 so yeah, that yeah. can happen. All right, thanks, and Steve. It happened, and uh, so yeah, they all went with me. In fact, the, right. uh, the two the, the two siblings said that they got me in the divorce. All right, yeah. was, you're a great so, guy. <laughs> thanks. I'm just a great guy. <laughs> I, I know a few situations where that's happened, where family members of the, the spouse go with the, you know, who was soon going to be the ex. Yeah. They, 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 it's And it often, in most cases, or at least the ones that, that I'm talking about, it has, you know. cheated. Yeah, somebody did somebody wrong. So yeah. it was like, you know, they, they kind of had sympathy. Yes, no, that, it's quite often the case. I will go to Daniel. Daniel, good morning. Or is it Danielle? Dan? Hi, say that again. Your your phone line was breaking up. I'm sorry. My name's Gage. Gage. So close. Wow. All right, Gabe. What's up, bud? Hey, so first time caller. Um, <laughs> I started dating this girl five years ago. We got engaged. Had three kids together. And uh, me and uh, her friends and her, we would always go out. We were all business friends. And every time we would go out bowling, dinner, or, you know, movies, I would always say, Never asked me or anything. I always put it out. I'll, I'll offer. No problem. All right. Well, we broke up about a year ago, and all of our friends went to her, and they hate me now. And granted, me and my ex fiance are best of friends right now. Like we love each other almost. But so you're be- you're you're good friends with your ex fiance, but yet her friends hate you. Oh. Yeah, that's Gage exactly right. Or Daniel. Gage. What was that? Gage. I uh, say it again, Steve. So you, she, you're friends with your ex, but yet her friends, her friends, hate you. Correct, and I don't know why. Even though you know, me and her are still best of friends. Is huh. there? Is there? How long ago did you guys break up? Uh, it'd be a year about now, probably. Still a chance you guys could gravitate back together. We're actually talking about it now. We're in the works of it. There you All go. Right. Okay. Oh. Take her to a nice bowling place and uh, <laughs> build it up from there. All right. Thanks, Gabe. Hey, there you go. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's something you got to work out with the friends, I guess. Uh, My love for you is a perfect game. <laughs> Let me. Get... <laughs> I love you 300. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go to Pete. Hey, Pete, good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Hey, thanks, Pete. What's up, buddy? Rock and roll! <laughs> I might be the first person to cry on your show. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Thanks for signing up to email me yesterday with some uh, some some good information, and uh, I'm technically not divorced, but my wife moved out on March 9th. Uh, just a very like set of unfortunate circumstances. Lost my job. Uh, Unemployment ran out. Oh. Um, her one and only friend. Well, animal lovers. We uh, at the time had eight cats. So she just up and left um, the whole, you know, not having any money coming in. I tended to self-medicate uh, at times when it was stressful. 
with uh, with alcohol. But needless to say, she left me. Two cats have since died that were completely healthy. Um, died of a broken heart, and her one and only best friend has completely turned her back on her and communicates with me. Wow. So you you've been given a lion's share of stuff to deal with. Are are do do you feel you're on a on on a better path now? Do you find comfort in having this friend? I assume you would, right? Someone to 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 well, talk to. She's 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 mad at the both of us because of the situation. She said she was filing for divorce. It's been since March, but we're separated. I can't talk to her because she felt if she gets a temporary restraining order, I can't call her, I can't text her. So she's mad at the both of us, but really mad at her because, you know, I've been relying on donations to feed these cats. And uh, well, besides you know, besides the cats, which is an issue, but but I, so you said a restraining order. Were there were there other uh, were there other things at, at work here in play? Was there was there a, a physical issue? No, um, she said that I could tend to be aggressive at times, but when she turned around and looked at me and said she was leaving. All I wanted to do was give her a hug and talk about it, and the next thing you know, she's out the door. Okay. But uh, just two weeks ago, I spent eight days in the hospital for basically anxiety and, uh, you know, having well, listen- a nervous breakdown. And she did reach out and call me like like four times, but she's just she's just mad. Yeah, Pete, if it's possible, if you could talk to somebody who's also like, a, you know, I don't know if you have the resource, but someone who is, who is a therapist or someone, uh, you know uh, – to, to get someone, a third party to, to talk yeah. to can really make a world of difference. Also, I, uh, Pete, what kind of work are you in? What, what line of work? I, I, I worked uh, for a municipal government in uh, in New Jersey for 20 years in recreation. And uh, I got screwed over, lost my job. And uh, at 49, it's, just, it's hard to recover from that. Mm, wow, man. That's heavy duty, man. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately though, to me... I mean, I love my wife more than anything in the world. She's my best friend. It took me 37 years of my life to find out what true love is. So, unfortunately for me, I don't think there's like a pill, a medication, or a therapist that's going to make me feel better because I just... Well, there, I, there, are no, there are no pills or medication that's going to do that, but I think uh, somebody who could help you and talk to you, you you know, don't don't underestimate the power of having someone who, who's, who's uh, trained... Um, Yep. At this sort of stuff, it can make a world of difference, Pete. It yep, really he's can. Right. You know, it's just like the BG said. How do you mend a broken heart? <laughs> it's just it's horrible. Yeah, but they had beautiful hair. Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> they did. Uh, no, Steve's right. If if you can yeah. reach out to some professional help, I think it might uh, guide you in the right direction and uh, and hopefully get your, your your path straightened out. Okay, and do your best. Anyway, since uh, since I've had all this time off, I've been listening to your show from beginning to end, and I said to Nick, no, I. I I can't wait for you know Monday morning. You guys get me through the day. Oh, nice. Do, do your go. best to to give it time. You know, I, it, it's yeah. so hard when you're in the middle of it. It really is. Uh, but um, if you have faith that things will get better, things will get better. You just you really have to put one foot in front of the other. And and there are so many trite sayings that go along with that, but they're true. You know, just give yourself time. Be patient with yourself, and talk to other people who have gone through uh, similar things because they can help. And go to Giggleberry Fair. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's fun. Well, they're closed right now, Preston. I know. First-time caller, I love you guys. All of you are amazing, great people. All right, uh, well, thank you very much. Hang in there, Pete. Thanks. Wow, okay. yeah, that's man. You wow, some when it sad. rains, it pours sometimes yeah. in life. Oh my god! And then yes. add on to all the other, you know, the COVID nineteen and all the other stuff that's going on. He's 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 uh he's in a world of it. But uh, uh, yeah, yes. as you're right, and again, remember, this too shall pass. Yep. 
All right, and on that note, I think we should take a break. Yeah. And we're going to do that very thing. We're going to come back, and we're going to get you some bizarre file stories. I think you could use it, so we will get to that in a little bit. Tell you about the Word of the Week prize. If you're not uh, up to speed on that as well, we'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Cancer won't stop and neither will we. Join myself and Team WMMR on Sunday, August 9th for the 48th annual ACS Bikeathon. This year we're going virtual. The pedal power to finish the ride against cancer may look different, but the mission remains the same. Each Team WMMR rider gets a free team t-shirt, registration and complete details at WMMR.com and check out our custom Team WMMR Apparel providers, Bolay and Go Cycling. Team WMMR and the ACS Bikeathon, virtually unstoppable. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 933 WMMR is putting Philly first. All right, bizarre foul time. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre foul. All right, Beef Hall this morning is brought to you by HERS, the official chip of taking your summer to the next level. And when it comes to snacking this summer, keep it Philly, Philly, and make it HERS, HERS forever good. Police have identified two suspects who are believed to be responsible for a disturbance at a Sonic drive-in that resulted in a glass door being shattered. At a Sonic? Yeah, the driver handed her food back to the employee and pointed to the receipt After an exchange of words, the store eventually said, hey, we are refusing service. Minutes later, the manager threw the cash back into the car and asked repeatedly for the pair to leave. The woman in the driver's seat unbuckled her seatbelt and got out. She started yelling at the employees and even tried to get in through the side door. Then a man in a passenger seat hopped out and started punching the window. Uh, The woman tried to drag the man away, but he broke free, coming right back to demand his food. Meanwhile, the employees locked the building down, and just when they thought that it was all clear, the man is caught on camera reaching down onto the floorboard and chucking a glass bottle straight at them. The front door of the building was left completely shattered. The two customers then left. Uh, They managed to track these people down, or at least who they were, and charges will soon follow. This comes after over the weekend, and every now and then, I love seeing videos like this, uh, people in a drive-thru, Dunkin' Donuts, and... They're filming the car in front of them. The woman in front of them was yelling so loud that they're like, we should probably get this on camera. (laughs) Yeah. And it leads to, essentially, she was just wigging out and is just throwing stuff in her car. And they start throwing her money back at her. And it was just hilarious. At the drive-thru. At the drive-thru. To get that worked up. I'm telling you. All right. This is a terrible story, but I bring this up because it is a cautionary tale And always heed this warning. A boy is in intensive care. This is in Denver. At a Denver Health Medical Center after a bounce house he was jumping in on Saturday was picked up and swept away by strong wind gusts. Now, I don't know if they didn't have it anchored down or not, but you have to anchor those things down. They will fly. They launch. They will absolutely fly. Yeah. A fast-moving storm moved into the area Saturday afternoon just as 10-year-old Rylan Robertson was attending a friend's birthday party, and he was critically injured in it. Robertson has been recovering inside the ICU. He underwent brain surgery due to a decompressed skull fracture with bleeding on his brain, and he also suffered several broken rims, lacerations to his spleen and liver, as well as air between his lungs. 
So if you if you do have one of those, man, you've got to stake that into the ground. Or, you know, before you do, watch footage of bounce houses lifted off the ground in yeah. windstorms. You'll be shocked at how high they go. Yeah, and then even if they don't, they can just tumble yeah, yeah, yeah. and roll and roll and roll and roll. So please be careful if you're going to set those up. All right, in Massachusetts, a moose spotted roaming around was tranquilized and relocated by environmental police officers. A moose? moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? An employee at Mount Pleasant Golf Club was setting up at the first hole around 7 a.m. Hey, look, a moose! Why don't you forget the moose? He saw the moose. For a moment. come Come out of the woods and run across the fairway. Another resident snapped the Why don't you forget the moose? (laughs) Another resident snapped a photo of the moose near her home. Hey, got a picture of a moose! Why don't you forget the moose? Around noon, the moose was spotted going for a swim in the Merrimack River. That's a swimming moose! Uh, Why don't you forget the moose? The moose was removed from the river to be relocated. I find them amazing. They're so huge, and yet they seem... Improbable in the way they're constructed. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Faces are like, uh, they, yeah, Dang. they totally have that look about them. <laughs> Biologist Dave Waddle said it was chaos for a bit, chasing her around, trying to push her where we wanted her to be. Once we got the dart in her, uh, trying to keep her head up and move her closer to the shore. But in reality, everything worked out as well as it possibly could. Uh, they said that uh, she'll be released into the uh, Lowell Drackett State Forest, which is where they believe she came from. They also believe she's a baby, only three years old, though estimated to be about 600 pounds. It's a big moose. Now, here's a story from Vermont. Three people were injured when their car hit a moose. Why don't you forget the moose? Friday morning. For a moment. Uh, it happened around 4 a.m. Police say Andrew Dow hit a moose in the road. Two passengers were hospitalized. Passengers were hospitalized for their injuries. Did we just hit a moose? Uh, Dow. Why don't you forget the moose? Dow. For a moment. Was issued a ticket for lack of insurance, by the way. It was just another moose story, and I wanted to have two. So there you go. Uh, in North Carolina. Why don't you forget the moose? <laughs> there was. For a moment. There was no moose. Oh. But sightings were popping up again in one neighborhood. Viewers say they've spotted a man without clothes running through the some popular trails. Now, it's the those uh, same trails that have reports of a naked runner in April of last year. Is it possible that it's Sasquatch at its molting season? Maybe. Maybe it's in its molting season. <laughs> <laughs> right? Since June 1st. About five people have reported seeing a naked man uh, running near the Natty Green and Palmetto Trails. Mm. Uh, It's at a time when a lot of people are depending on uh, getting outside. Uh, Some people say this violated their sense of security. Uh, Maya hurt running naked. uh, Maya Nackerman was running near her home on the Natty Green Trail when she saw him. So I saw a man running up through the woods. It looked like he was naked, but I thought I was just imagining it. Then he came closer. She said, shirt, shoes, no bottoms. I was honestly just shocked, and I thought I was going crazy because no one else was here to confirm that I saw it. But she wasn't going crazy. On the other side of town, Esther Lear- Learkies said she <laughs> saw the same man. She said he was completely naked. Other At than first, I thought it was a moose. Other than <laughs> uh, running shoes. Why don't you forget the moose? Uh, she said, For a moment. I will admit I was looking him up and down, like sort of confirming, are you really naked? 
Not because I really wanted to see, but just because I was trying to assess the situation. Sure, sure. Uh, Lierke's said from uh, talking with the neighbors that she's learned that the Naked Runner has made several appearances during the first few days of June. So they're trying to figure out who this guy is, but he's running a naked all over the place. And there you go. That is your bizarre file for now. We'll take a break. We'll see if you've been paying attention, and we'll reward you if you have been and can get through, because we'll do a lesson question for today's show. And we have Trash Music News coming up. We'll be back in just a second. Make sure you stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket, and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do today's uh, stupid question, and we are going to give away uh, a digital download of the action-packed... No, that's a stupid question. We're going to give away a digital download of Scoob. Scoob. Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, and Mystery Inc. will be facing their toughest mystery yet, which is available now uh, to own now. (laughs) Oh, no, it's available to own now. Not available now to own now. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Just enter the freaking content. All right, so the question I have for you this morning, I love, there are so many good questions we could ask today, and I think I want to go, I think I want to go with this one. After Hannah Brown saved a man from drowning, who showed up on a jet ski? 215-263-WMMR. It's from the 6 o'clock hour. I could have gone, I'm going with that. I could have gone with what was one of the sequels to Children of of the corn called Nerds in Paradise. Oh, <laughs> I Children of the Corn Nerds, I, I don't nerds in Paradise. That. No, after Hannah Brown saved a man from drowning, who just showed up on a jet ski? 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. It is brought to you by Auto Lenders, a smarter way to buy a car. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, according to the entertainment news site JustJared.com, actor Josh Dumal was seen in Malibu on Saturday swimming in the water with his shirt off. Jamal later explained to JustJared.com that he removes his shirt to keep it dry. Nicki Minaj describing being married to husband Kenneth Perry as, quote, refreshing. Said Minaj, quote, Kenneth is like a tall glass of southern sweet tea on a hot afternoon. The kind of sweet tea that seems completely uninterested in getting a job. And finally, Aaron Carter announcing on Friday that he and girlfriend Melanie Martin are engaged. The two posted an Instagram video in which Melanie says Carter brings stability to her life as she gently strokes the huge Medusa face tattoo he has. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trash. On IT, we shall see if we can find an answer to this question after Hannah Brown saved a man from drowning who showed up on a jet ski. 215-263-WMMR. It is James that we turn to and ask the question. Hey, James, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, bud. Okay, so who showed up on the jet ski? Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gather your info, and then we're going to give you a digital download of Scoob. Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, Mystery Incorporated, Face Their Toughest Mystery Yet, and that is available to own now. We got music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, it is brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. All locations remain open to... Uh, provide your building material and hardware needs and are focused on customer and staff safety. You can call or email ahead for curbside pickup or delivery. Find them at admoyer.com. Papa Roach has announced its second live streaming experience called Infest in Studio. A virtually ticketed live HD broadcast set to take place Saturday at 5 o'clock Eastern Time from Sacramento. The program will feature the band performing its Breakthrough 2000 album, Infest Live, in its entirety to celebrate the LP's 20th anniversary. Also featured will be exclusive discussions and reflections in a unique studio environment. Singer Jacoby Shaddix remarked, uh, we, couldn't take, we couldn't take not performing any longer. Having performed the Infest album in full as a surprise one time before during the band's sold-out 2015 gig at London's Roundhouse on the album's 15th anniversary... We decided to open this infestation to every living room in the world to celebrate the 20th anniversary with us. Uh, tickets sold for Infest in a Studio start at $14.99. They include a physical commemorative ticket for the event fulfilled after their performance. Additional packages include exclusive merchandise, official store discounts, and other expanded experiences. And the purchasers will also be able to add a donation we should go to Doctors Without Borders, the NAACP, and the World Federation for Mental Health. Bad Wolves shared have shared the latest in their series of cover songs, a take on Rihanna's Bitch Better Have My Money. Uh, the full cover is currently available only to fans who participate in the band's uh, Patron page. I guess. Patreon. Patreon page. That's uh, something where you can just sign up and pay people to do, like uh, artists use it a lot. Okay. Yes. And what seems to be a deliberate move, this cover arrives after last Friday's cover of the Chris Brown track, Look At Me Now. Rihanna and Brown were in a relationship and ended in physical violence in 2009, with Brown subsequently arrested on charges of assault, making criminal threats, to which he would later plead guilty. Uh, the new cover follows a turbulent week uh, for the band in which singer Tommy Vex promoted conspiracy theories about the origins of Black Lives Matter and downplayed the effects of racism in an Instagram video, which he later deleted and walked back. Rage Against the Machine's classic 1992 self-titled debut album has returned to the Billboard 200 and iTunes Top Albums chart nearly 30 years since the LP was originally issued. According to Forbes, Rage's debut landed at number 174 on this week's al- Billboard 200. And as of Thursday afternoon, it had reached number 8 on iTunes Top Album charts. Uh, the band's other two LPs of original songs are also on the Apple Music Charts I Top bet, 30. Bet I know it beat them. What? The Doobie Brothers. Because <laughs> we all downloaded Doobie Brothers. Uh, had it not been for the pandemic, Rage Against the Machine would have been touring North America on a massive reunion trek this year. Instead, the tour will take place in 2021, kicked off in June. They were going to tour with Clay Aiken, right? I think that's who, uh, I think, yeah, they were going to yeah. open for Clay. Uh, it's got to be the same audience. You know. 
So Slipknot and Stone Sour singer Corey Taylor has penned the forward to Nothing But A Good Time, an upcoming book about the hard rock music explosion of the 1980s. Aside from the intro by avowed glam metal fanatic Taylor, uh, the bulk of the hefty 576-page oral history draws on over 200 new interviews with members from Van Halen, Motley Crue, Poison, Guns N' Roses, Skid Row, and more. Authored by Tom Bojour and Richard Beanstock, uh, the uncensored Beanstock! history of the 80s hard rock explosion is due out in March of next year. A synopsis said that the book captures the energy and excess of the hair metal years in the words of the musicians, managers, producers, engineers, label executive, publicists, stylists, costume designers, photographers, journalists, magazine publishers, video directors, club bookers, roadies, groupies, and hangers-on who lived it. It added, 1980s hard rock was a hedonistic and often intensely creative wellspring of escapism that perfectly encapsulated and maybe even helped to define a spectacularly over-the-top decade. Huh. They're speaking my language right there. And then finally, I mentioned this earlier this morning, Rush, the band, has posted a new animated video of 1980s, The Spirit of Radio. The clip, which was issued to promote the band's new Permanent Waves 40th Anniversary Collection, celebrates the DJs that supported the bands through uh, the years. It also touched upon the band's history and ends with a dedication to its late drummer stating, in memory of our fallen brother, Neil Peart. It's a really cool video. I like it a lot. And there you go. That is what I have in the uh, Music News segment awesome. for you this morning. All right, let's take another break. When we return, we shall get you started on the Word of the Week prize, and we'll see what Mr. Pierre Robert has in store for you today. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Glad you asked. Pearl Jam. Larkin Poe. Rival Sons. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Our Monday morning coming to an end. Don't worry, many other Mondays that we'll spend together as well. Uh, For so, some, that's good news. Yeah, so don't be sad. <laughs> don't be sad. No sad, bro. It's Monday. No sad, no, bro. Monday. That doesn't work. I'm does wearing it? my shirt. I noticed that. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I believe it. It's a it's a state of mind all week long. I never did order my no sad, bro shirt. I get, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't get that because it was a flash sale. They, it they, was. They came and went. So. I usually have that up. This time I was on it. <laughs> Good man. All right. Uh, so no guests today. No thank yous. But thank you. For... No thank you, bro. No thank you, bro. It's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we did have a bunch of callers. So thank you guys for contributing today. We do appreciate that. Um, I guess we can just dive right into the letter of the day. Oh, oh my goodness. No. He's here. I heard wrong oh. that the man was not here. Tut, tut, tut. Kathy's back. She's Yay. back. I wish I could give you a hug and a kiss. Give me a smooth. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, that's a good excuse that you have now built in. I wish I could yeah. give you a oh, hug. Oh, I wish I could oh, hug and kiss you. I, can, you, wish I, had, you like... I wish I could have unprotected sex with you, but you know, with the COVID thing and everything. You know how you like to get all muddy and roll around in the mud and then Actually, jump on the bed? I will say. And get the doilies dirty? 
Pierre does give good hugs. Yeah. Because, but because at least at least my experience with Pierre's hugs, he doesn't go in and like pull you in. Like it's kind of like a, you're off to the side, and he gives you like a little. No, no, no. I don't do those side well, maybe, hugs. Maybe I hate was... those side hugs. Those. Those those sport hugs. I, I those think it was we jock were. Hugs. I think we were taking a picture. I oh. think that's why you did that. Like we were still for side the hug camera. monthly. I don't like those little side hugs. I like full on hugs. I well, I I think it was because we were taking a picture. After all the time we've been together, you don't remember that. <laughs> Sorry. Please, wow. Louise. They're strange in this relationship. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, this. Thing will do to you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you've been separated like this. Now you're back together, and all these emotions come flooding. Come flying back. out. We've been on split screens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch these news shows, uh, all, everyone's broadcasting from their homes. So I always like to look and and see like what books they're reading because they're always in front of a yeah. bookcase, and or or what kind of painting they have, or sometimes uh, one of these shows. This guy's dog was running in the background. Well, there was a website that actually broke down the the uh, the top uh, ten and top yeah, ten most embarrassing, that. the most impressive, and the most really? embarrassing. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. and the bland. Yeah, cool. By the way, you gave me a new band name idea, which is uh, the Dirty Doilies. The Dirty <laughs> Doilies. I'm, I need to write that. Down. Well, Kathy likes to have doilies everywhere. Those little, you know, artistic yeah. things. Yep. It was a very Martha Stewart household we live in. Doilies. Yeah. Oh, you, that you guys share? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand. A- everything in its place oh. all the time. Mm-hmm. Perfection and cleanliness. That's what you breathe, man. Both yeah. of us. She yeah. she was doing uh, those those Clorox wipes long before they were popular. Yeah. And they were everywhere. Wow. Hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> we just... had a mobile of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so beautiful. What's that? I don't know. Come give me a hug. Forget it. He's rolling. All right. Uh, now we can do the letter of the day if you're That's ready. That's what I was thinking. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. S as in Saturday. All right. And it'll be here before you know it. And we will give away on Friday a physique round barbecue and fire pit kit. Wow. Wow. Landis Block. And Landis Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at landisbc.com. Uh, so we'll give that sucker away on Friday. You got some good stuff planned for today? I do, indeed. Uh, we've got Workforce Blocks of Avenged Sevenfold. We've got Blocks of Queen and Live and the Vinyl Cut. That's good. Good yeah. stuff. It'll be It'll be a fun day. To get back in the swing of things and a lovely day, too. Yes. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, is brought to you today by Duncan. Send Dad a little thanks with a Duncan e-gift card by visiting DuncanCoffeeBreak.com. Also brought to you by 80 Moyer. All locations are open. You can call ahead for curbside pickup or delivery. And Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow, we have a guest tomorrow. Such an event these days when we have a guest. Uh, And he's a good one. Big Jay Okerson. Jay's great. Jay's awesome. So uh, I'm sure he's got plenty to talk about, and we'll do that with him tomorrow. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. I started surfing, and every time I go out in the ocean, I have to have a mental talk with myself and prepare myself to fight a shark. Because you never know. So, Casey, love the fear of sharks, but hate the f***ing sharks. 
Next message. Just wanted to give a big shout out to the guy in front of me in the black Ford Focus on the White Horse Pike. Person in the MMR and you let me in. You rock. Next message. Hi, I just want to agree with Nick McElwain and say that Kokomo f- sucks. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. So what exactly is Theme Parks and Rec podcast? Me, Michaela, and my BFF Rachel, we are major theme park geeks, and we live in Central Florida. So basically the mecca of all thrill rides and character meet and greets. We give you the latest news and updates on everything going down at the parks and resorts, personal experiences, and tips to make your theme park trip the best ever. It's the Theme Parks and Rec podcast. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.